Hello, happy Labor Day. It is Monday, September 6, 2021. Big show, big show. It's the first day of the NFL's kickoff week. Let's fucking celebrate the hell out of this. I can't thank you enough for allowing us to penetrate your ear holes. The fact that you do on a daily basis, I am eternally grateful for. If by the end of the show you like it, please be a friend, tell a friend. If not, just act like it never happened. Let's get to it. Happy Labor Day. This sports show starts right now. Hey, it's great to be back in studio with the boys. It is great to feel the energy of the boys. It is great to be out and about in public and being seen by other people. It is fantastic to be outside of my house. I just got done with 14 days house arrest, basically, Mm. due to Uncle COVID. Uh, We were able to continue to do the show because the incredible talent from the boys in this particular office. I appreciate you all so much for your incredible work. I hope you all give yourself a round of applause. Not just them back there, you guys also dealing with me being in a screen and then AJ on a screen and then other people on a screen and you sitting here and being able to feel and read the room and vibe. You guys are the absolute best. I appreciate the hell out of you. Now, it's not just like me back in the studio day, okay? Mm-hmm. That would be a very selfish way of looking at things. Because this is Monday, September 6th. This is the official kickoff to the NFL's kickoff week. We fucking made it to NFL season, baby! Yeah! We'll talk about Bay Bay later. That was quite a big moment <laughs> yeah. last night. You know, he's a piece of shit. Now. Yes. Scumbag. We've known that forever. I mean, congrats to him. And that is a pretty big deal. Yeah. But fuck that guy. Get him dude. off my TV. I can't take this guy. You know, dude? Like, he's terrible scumbag asshole. Yeah. That's right. Can't say it enough. Proved it again last night. It just can't help it. It oozes from his body. If you stand too close to him for too long, like when I had to for 20-some minutes, oh. first time out, no crowd, no big deal. When I went out there, you're, you're worried that the scum is going to osmosis through. Yeah. That's right. That was a pretty fucking big moment. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. Daniel That's Bryan's like, is better, so who cares? Well, listen, Brian Daniel. <laughs> yeah, come on. I mean, oh, already. Oh, what's the difference? Another you know? Ginder situation. Now, with that being said, um, what terrible guy. Mm-hmm. Congrats, though. And that was really fucking cool to that see. pretty cool. And it was great to hear the... Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that fucker was loud. Oh yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was loud. Brought the roof off. To hell with them. To hell with them yeah, all. Guys, thanks. Ah, terrible. Ah, fuck them. Anyways, <laughs> Thursday, the Dallas Cowboys without their best player coming out of Zeke's mouth and Jerry Jones's mouth this morning on first take without their stud offensive lineman Zach Martin who's out because of COVID which I think might happen this season more than we think it's going to happen because of the way the world is now as opposed to last year last year everybody was literally locked down everybody's in their houses so there's no meet and greets on the streets whenever you're going to your car to potentially go to practice or there's no neighbor interactions because everybody's locked in their house now No matter how careful these players are going to be, they're going to have interactions with people. That's going to happen. There is going to be, with COVID, there is a chance that people are going to have it that you couldn't even expect. We still don't know where the fuck I got it from. (laughs) Just want to let everybody know. I was on the same plane, smaller plane, 
with four people for four hours after SummerSlam. Nobody else got it, okay, but me. So then I come into the office with the boys. I'm around the boys, very much so. Nobody else got it but me. Was it a door dasher at my house? Mm. Was it somebody that potentially showed up with a package that I grabbed over the... We have no idea where it's from. And there's going to be those types of things happen throughout the season. And we're going to see some big-name players out. Zach Martin, for the Dallas Cowboys being out, is a massive fucking deal. Dak Prescott's coming back from a terrible, Mm -hmm. despicable disgusting injury faster than any of us could have imagined because Dak Prescott's a badass after watching Hard Knocks I got nothing but more respect for that guy absolutely swears right competitive Uh I fucking love him he's the man I'm a big Dak guy but he's even got to think like okay after almost a a career ending injury if this was 10 years ago and we didn't have modern science like 10 years ago maybe 15 years ago don't fucking you get it just about at some point in recent not too long history what happened to him would have been a career ender now he's back the next season now first game against the champs with Indomitian Sue coming back, and I mean that defense that is absolutely stacked. He's out his offensive weapon on the offensive line in Zach Martin. He's going to have to think about that. Zeke's obviously going to have to think about that, and we have to think about that when we're betting, and we must mm-hmm. act accordingly. Yeah. Okay. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady allegedly playing fucking lights out football right now. Everybody in the building is saying, "Hey, we're playing much better than we were playing last year," and that's because they learned a lot about each other. I think last season it wasn't until after that Atlanta game, second half comeback by week where they changed their entire offense, that they became the fucking team that we saw at the end of the year and that we all expected at the beginning of the year when they hadn't figured it out yet. This Buccaneers team might be a fucking wagon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It literally might be that. And with the Dallas Cowboys potentially going in a little bit wounded because COVID has hit their roster in some big spots, we got to remember that whenever we're watching shows, like Hammer Don at Tone Diggs here. Big money was made this weekend on college football. Where's the action looking on Thursday night? Is everybody hammering Tampa right now? And how much is the line moving with this COVID news? 60% of the bets are on Tampa. It opened at 6.5. It's up to 7.5. What I would say is the difference between 7.5 and, and 8, not that big. Like if it goes to 8, fine. Me, though, if it gets down to 7, 7 is a huge key number. If it gets down to 7, automatically jump on Tampa. But it may go up to eight, but that doesn't. It's not a big enough difference between seven and a half and eight because you like the Cowboys with the points. You're saying no, 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 no. No, you're just I'm saying, just saying, you're, I'm just the saying line isn't telling saying, you to move. I'm saying let's wait to see what happens with the line. If it goes down to seven, I'm automatically jumping on the Bucks. If it goes up to eight, there's probably a good chance I may just still stay on the Bucks, but I would like to get it at seven versus seven and a half. Got it because of obviously the way scoring works Correct. in football. Mm-hmm. I think right. we all understand yeah. the way scoring works, why certain numbers are potentially much more important and something you should look at as opposed to others whenever you're looking at the spreads. But this could be, I mean, we might be looking at, Jerry Jones was out here painting this as David and Goliath. Mm. He has spent like $7 billion building this team. They have the biggest stadium. They have the biggest fan base. And he's pitching this as David versus Goliath <laughs> as the Buccaneers being the Goliath. And if if that's how you view your team, actually, why didn't you – you're willing to pay and trade for players. Why didn't you just bring in the players that they had? Then now you have to question his GM ship for him saying this is David versus Goliath. But with all that being said – Big Mike McCarthy might have them Cowboys ready to fucking run. At Ty Schmidt, former Packer, great Mike McCarthy, obviously. Watching Hard Knock, seeing him break things down. What do you think happens on Thursday night? Do you think the Dallas Cowboys are much better than they were last year? Or do you think it's going to be a rolling start before we got to get the fucking watermelons and the goddamn... uh, 
Uh, Mallet. Mallet. Yeah, whatever the hell it is, dude. What, what do you think is going to happen with the Dallas Cowboys? I think they'll definitely be better than they were last year, obviously. Dak has got a lot to prove, I think, coming off his injury. But the big thing that I looked at is I, I believe Tom Brady's over-under for touchdown passes was two and a half. And if you remember last year, Dallas's secondary was mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. terrible. God-awful. I, I could see this being a big-time route. I mean, it just you read all the stuff is coming out of Tampa Bay, too, about Tom Brady, about how he's just young. Yeah, he feels like he's 24 again. He, he feels incredible. Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times yeah. just did a sit-down with Tom outside. They paint the image always. He sat on a metal folding chair. Mm-hmm. You know, they always like paint the picture, and I appreciate that from the great writers. But he said that Tom thinks that he's going to be the best he's ever been and the more, more agile he's ever been because he always wore that knee sleeve for 13 years for right. a little bit of stability. And he said, actually, what happens when you wear that knee sleeve, though, is it tightens up your quad, which also hinders your hamstring. Huh. Mm-hmm. And this is old Guerrero diner saying, hey, we got pliability. All right, mm-hmm. that's what yeah. we're all about. But we've been learning whenever you fucking put a chokehold on that quad, <laughs> yeah. it feels like there's not as much pliability in that hamstring. We take that thing off, we get that MCL fix that you were dealing with every single day last season as a 40-plus-year-old playing his best football he's ever played, throwing more deep balls than he's ever thrown. And maybe the Randy Moss year is different. I'm not 100% sure, but you get it. He was battling an MCL, got surgery. No more brace, no more hindrance on his legs. He's for his gut coming out yeah, of that fucking driveway dude the braces are popping off at this age and there's no end in sight rick stroud said it sounds like Mm -mm. for tom brady that means he's driven the undefeated thing was referenced yet again it might be a problem at boston connor you're gonna have to continue to sit back and just watch this guy potentially build another dynasty down in florida paying no state income tax and he said living on the water right every day (laughs) Mm -hmm. seems like there's a better day than the day before he said down there in tampa Bay. yeah it's gorgeous boston's on the water no big deal but you know I got my own dynasty to worry about. I'm not worried about an NFC dynasty. I'm worried about the right now, the Mac Jones ever. But to Ty's point about Thursday, this is will be a blowout. I mean, ten and a half, I would take the Bucks at strictly because I don't see Dak figuring out right away. You're missing your offensive lineman. You're coming off a terrible injury. Maybe a few games in, he's finally comfortable and able to kind of move around like he used to be. But right off the bat, that's hard to see. And plus, the Bucks are rolling. They're going to be raising a banner. I mean, they didn't have on. hard knocks in no there. Hard yeah. knocks. No. Fans, you know, packed out that are actually oh, Bucks fans. Tom gets a chance to actually play for Tampa Bay for the first time. That's ever. right. Yeah, the run out. Oh, let's uh, fucking go! Yeah, cannons. A- oh, dude. AB's like plus one eighty five, one fifty five to score a touchdown. That's what I'm high on. I do not see him scoring, I, or I do not not, not, not see him yeah, scoring. Yeah, not on not gonna see not that. not. <laughs> and you're not gonna not bet on that. And you're not. You see that? Type no. Of stuff. And you're not not gonna bet on the Bucks when you know Brady's looking up at another banner like, oh, I can't wait for the next one. And I'm not gonna not change the subject because what you're saying about <laughs> New England there at the beginning of the thing mm. pretty fascinating because. You know, friend of the show, Rob Ninkovich, got into a little bit on the internet this weekend. Mm-hmm. Did he? Yeah, Rob Ninkovich. Oh, Dan and Ninko. Okay, it's a show. <laughs> Dan and Ninko uh-huh. is, uh, and by the way, I want to let everybody know, I do not believe some of the things that are being said about Rob Ninkovich are anywhere near <laughs> true. Okay, I think you ask a lot of his teammates. They love. I, I think everybody loves. It does seem like he got into a little bit uh, this weekend after yeah. some things were said mm-hmm. and some DMs were allegedly <laughs> said. I don't know if they were real. Okay. I mean, it sure looked like that would be a great edit if it was to make yeah. that fake. He got into it, though, allegedly saying uh, on Dan and Ninko's show, he said that, Mac Jones was teaching Cam Newton the playbook. Now, 
He said he heard that from a source inside the building. And I would assume that Rob Ninkovich, who has a lot of Super Bowls with the Patriots, yeah. uh, and like I said, seems like everybody that's ever played with him or coached uh, has liked Rob Ninkovich. So right. I'd assume he has pretty good sources still in the building. And I think, you know, when he says that, did Ninkovich, did he allude that Mac Jones was sitting down and teaching Cam everything? Is that how some people took it? I think so. I would assume what he meant was there was probably some situations that Mac had known from whatever Bill O'Brien or, or Sark offense that he was running that maybe they weren't able to put in last year. Or they didn't put in last year because of COVID, Cam being out, no weapons on the team. Maybe there was something that Mac knew more than Cam, but that really lit quite a fire. Yeah, oh yeah. And then people started coming out. Julian Edelman was like, he didn't think that, you know, Mac beat Cam out. Mm. He, he thinks that Cam actually, and he was on the team last year, so he knows more about Cam than you would think than maybe Ninkovich does so I it's a wild scene up there all I know is big talking points new era will New England be good or not if they're good none of these conversations matter nope. if Mac Jones stinks though everything that has happened here <laughs> yeah. with the five day you know COVID test yeah. thing mm -hmm. and the, this situation and then the, you know drafting Mac number one overall after Cam didn't really have a team last year so would did you guys make the right decision? Has Bill Belichick lost his fast? Whoa, 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 he, whoa. That's what people are going to say. Okay, okay. You guys have heard this for 20 years, though. Mm -hmm. But I have a sneaky suspicion that uh, I think they're going to be good up there. Oh, yeah. I, I think you guys are going to be good. And, and that only means one thing and one thing alone. Mass holes are going to be insufferable again. Yeah. Yep. You know, just like Alabama fans. I tweeted about this. Yes. It has to be so much fun to be an, uh, an yeah. Alabama fan. Any given moment, you can talk shit to whoever mm -hmm. freely. Every year. Hey, we're going to fucking win it this year. Yeah. Okay, somebody says something to you, blah, 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 blah. No, you're not. Okay, we're going to win this year. <laughs> All right. Yeah, fuck off. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would happen if we played each other, you think? Oh, we'd win by 90. No, you wouldn't. They'd actually play, and they'd win by actually 90. <laughs> yep. Think about how much fun it would have to be to be an Alabama fan, just knowing that as long as Saban's there for another eight years, mm -hmm. they're going to put up. They're going to put a battery in his back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Nick Saban might coach for the next hundred years down there. For as long as that factory's there, they're just going to dominate. Yep. And their fans are allowed to say whatever, whenever, however, to whomever in the SEC, which, by the way, it's different down there. Yeah. It's a bunch of cults. It's all cults, like big-time cults. You, in the Big Ten, there's a few of them. Yeah. Okay, there's a few of them in the Big Ten. It's awesome. Hey, I love the Big Ten football. I mean, that Penn State-Wisconsin game. Jeez. Jump around. Jump, jump around. Jump around. Jump around. Jump around. Jump around. Yeah, that was awesome, yeah. dude. That, that was, was electric. That, that was incredible. Bro, how about Gus? Dude. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, him and Joel are good to get. Awesome. Yeah, they are unbelievable. Gus is just yeah. a... And I mean, Staple. he doesn't need that Wisconsin crowd to do what the no, Wisconsin no, crowd did. No. Gus will make it that way anyways. But him riding, you know, like the waves with that thing is just unbelievable to watch. But like, if your fans are the best fans, which the SEC thinks there's like 10 of them down there where they all have the Colts and the Colts and the Big Ten are awesome. And there's some other places, but everybody down there is in the cult. I saw billionaires barking mm -hmm. yeah. like dogs. 
at a game in public in front of 70, literally hands on knees, bent over, okay? And you can't help but just join it. That was the Bulldogs fans, obviously, in the SEC championship I got a chance to watch. People were losing their mind. I'm like, God damn, it is different down here. I will, yeah. West Virginia fans will throw batteries. They will obviously get after it. <laughs> sure. And we can't be losing to Maryland, by the way, but that's an entire another conversation. We had a great fan base, great, absolute great fan base. But everywhere we played, you know, it seemed like it was their most, uh, their biggest games, it felt like, when Pat mm -hmm. and Steve would come and play. Uh, it felt like, and there was crowds and there was fans and there student sections that are awesome. But whenever you're talking about like 65,000 people all deciding to bark together yeah. or or like do the, anything else they do, to, that's a different level of commitment. It is different down there. And Alabama fans are able to say for at least the next eight years, ah, fuck all of you. You, know, you all are, are worse than us. And that's just how our backups are better than your stars. Our backups backups are better than your stars. We are five fucking deep in this goddamn thing. Yeah. They're rolling into every club just bigger, badder, and tougher than everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's just a problem. I watched some other games around the weekend and th thought to myself, who's going to stop Nick Saban, Alabama? Georgia's defense. Hey, they made D DJ Uyongalele look, you know, a little bit amateur there. Yeah. And, and was it the defense or was it the offense, you know, coming out of that thing? Not a lot of adjustments happening either. What are we mm -hmm. doing? The drip down on, there. The drip. But anyways, the Alabama fans can be pumped just like the New England Patriots fans for the last 20 years were able to fucking mm -hmm. rub it in everybody's faces in the biggest league on earth. And college football, by the way, I guess is the second biggest league on earth. Yeah. yeah. Whenever it comes for to sure. viewership and shit. So the biggest league on earth, you guys have been able to just rub people's faces and everything for 20 years. It has to feel so fucking good because that might be back and you might be able to live, you know, the large majority of your life, mm -hmm. like you have been able to since you were what six years old? Yeah, just about five. Five mm -hmm. years old, you've been able there. to just enjoy. Just you're a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, yeah. no, we went yeah. seven exactly. to nine. We had a seven to nine year. You know that uh, was pretty tough. Uh, and, and you know, you say we might be back. I mean, I think it's time we can just accept the fact that New England's going to win twelve games at least this year. We don't have to oh beat around God. the bush okay. and act like okay. we're not. That's going to happen. I'm sorry, boys, but that's the realistic, you know, outcome of this season. Sure. Absolutely, Buffalo, you know, they are still the kings of the division at this moment right now in time. But after week one, if we beat the Dolphins by 50 points and Mac Jones looks like the future of the NFL, then yeah, we'll be beating an even better drum. Hey, I want to let you know your, your mullet looks fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's, get, it's getting longer. Now we're starting to get to the point where I actually want it to be here. Yeah, you a little bit of girth out there. Exactly. <laughs> a little bit of girth, a little bit of length, a little bit of... You got good curl back there. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got good curl. You yeah. got, hey, go bounce an ounce up on the top, uh -huh. too. Uh, bounce. I <laughs> yeah, mean, that, that's bounce. the thing. I'm waiting for the top to... I still got to figure out how the fuck to blow dry my hair and yeah, comb yeah, it. I'm, yeah. I'm still, Don't use a comb. Use your hand. I, I, I'm telling you. Look how high this thing is. I haven't got a haircut in three weeks. Yeah, it looks magnificent. Yeah, it looks Look awesome. That, it is too high. I don't this know. Oh, no. Hey, no. hire the hair closer to God. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Amen. Hey, hey, amen. Hey, amen. Hey, amen. Hey, amen. But when you get that blow dryer really working, dude, mm -hmm. the high heat, okay? Okay, I've been going high low. High fan. No. Got to go high. low. High heat, okay? High fan. Then you just take that thing and just, just shoot it straight yeah, up. Sure. Your hair will dance with that thing. You yeah. just got to put in a little bit of work. You don't need no comb, no brush. Just use your hand. Yeah. It'll burn. You'll get to a point where you think you're burning your hand off. That's okay. Six. I mean, I'm good with that. I've, I've gone True. through the... So you might have calluses on it. Yeah. Exactly. Basically, I got markings all over these fingers. But, I mean, I'm telling you, when I do not use the comb, this hair is so goddamn curly. And I know you got the same thing, but I haven't been able to master the uncurl of the curl. All right. Anyways. Great to have you fucking massholes back. Great to be back. Can't wait for the season. Mac Jones, Offensive Rookie of the Year. I told you a few weeks ago. Hey, did you see his... Uh 
what's that? It's footwear. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot to mention. Thank you, Diggs. My headset just came out, I, so I can't even hear myself. But we're no bull all year, baby. No <laughs> hey, bullshit. There's, hey, there's a lot of people out there wishing their headsets fell out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. It's Team No Bull all year. Come on, Mac Jones. Also, happy birthday. Turned 23 yesterday. Happy belated birthday, obviously. Happy belated birthday. Yeah, and those, honestly, okay, yeah. I've seen a lot of No Bull ads. Sure. I always thought it was The Rock shit. Yeah, yeah literally always thought it was the rock show. It is not, by the way. The rock just uh, dropped some cross trainers well under oh, last week. Oh, oh these project oh. rocks, dude! Woo. A lot of bull, though. Hey, he's back. I yeah. thought he lost his fastball. Nope, I did. I thought he lost his fastball for a while. Then I kept watching him cut promo after promo on his Instagram. The Rock is back. His fastball. The back. Rock is all the <laughs> yeah. way back. I am so happy about it. Uh, but I thought No Bull was his company. It is not. Apparently, it's somebody else. These are uh, cross training toms. Exactly. But <laughs> that's what these are. But you these are the cross trainer toms. I mean, you should see the bottoms. These things. Now, I, I'm worried Mac Jones is working out in these, aren't you? As a fan no. of the team, no. those, thing, those things are cross training toms. I ain't worried about what's on his feet, Pat, because I know what's between the ears, and that's an absolute football genius. So hey, that guy's no... breaking an ankle walking on no. him. Yeah, the sidewalk in those things. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the cloth, the knit is just going to go out. Yeah, no, you yeah. haven't seen his calves, have you? Because they are fucking massive <laughs> like Johnny Dramas, my friend. Don't you worry about Mac Jones walking around. He ain't breaking anything but goddamn NFL records. Baby. I just hope he, he better fucking be spatted up if he's wearing yeah. those no bulls around town because there's a chance a pothole fucking get him. With <laughs> no, those no, no, no. Believe me, everybody in New England won't let him walk through a pothole. What they're gonna do is they're gonna get down. Am I, on their am hands I falsely and judging just by look? They look like they're toms that they just added a little bit. You know how they said Nike was created? Phil Knight, I guess. He got like a waffle maker and poured yep. rubber in there and dumped it. Mm-hmm. That, those look like toms if you were to do the waffle maker with the rubber. Am I am I misreading this? Absolutely, thing? you are. You haven't put them on. I mean, I can take them off right now and you can put them on and you can tell how comfortable these things, how they're built for speed, how they're built for movement. Is that no bull? That's no bull. I ain't messing around <laughs> right now. That's no bull. And that's the thing about toms. Tom don't say no bull on the side no bull on both sides uh, okay I mean, so it's a, an optical thing that's right it's optical and the bottoms let me just say i mean i, I might be able to walk fifty thousand miles in a day and these things won't budge and bit. i would walk, walk 500 miles and i would walk 500 just more. to support mac though just to support mac i'll buy eight pairs of these if i have to i mean no bull knows they got their breadwinner in mac if jones. mac jones has anywhere near a good start First two weeks, if. you think Come his on. jersey's going in New England? You think that jersey go? Jersey sold out last week. I mean, is, Con- is New England a big jersey buying town? Oh yeah, big really, big a lot of jerseys yeah, up yeah. there. Last yeah. year, Cam Newton. There were Cam Newton jerseys everywhere last. Oh, year. I remember you didn't want him to steal Pat the Patriots. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, and, I, and I'm glad Pat got his number back. I mean, I'm very <laughs> relieved that Pat the Patriot can put the one back on because right. it's been too. We long. have to stop talking about the Patriots. <laughs> well, we don't have. Is to. game getting picked up anywhere? So that's fascinating. You know, because there's a lot of conversation. Michael Lombardi, who joined us last mm-hmm. week, um, he gave a great reference about, and I, I don't know the ranks, so I do apologize, but something like a five-star general, and then the next year expecting him to operate as like oh, a, a corporal yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, and I don't know if I got that right, military folks. I do apologize. I mean, absolutely no disrespect, and I actually mean that as opposed to whenever these fucking guys say whoa. that. Those two. Yeah, those two right whoa, over there. Whoa. Yeah, you two. It's good to have no, you. Not the military. Hey, me. Oh, you mission. too. Fuck you, Diggs. You're a part of that as well. <laughs> but truth. it would basically be like that is what he was saying. So I thought maybe new home where he goes in and it's like, hey, Cam is the backup. This guy's the starter. It'd be very easy for him to kind of align and, and, and hopefully be a great piece of locker room, which by the way, every locker room has said Cam Newton is an incredible teammate, an incredible 
leader. Everybody likes him with the expectation of him, whatever the expectation would be, wherever he would go. And is he better than some of the starters? I assume that chatter begins Sunday. Yeah. Because there's going to be no talk about Dak or Tom unless somebody oh, we don't want to talk about no. it. Well. No, but no, not this early. Come no, on. No, Let's right. enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But once people start stinking, then that conversation will come back to the surface, I think. So I wonder if he's waiting for that, if teams are waiting for that, or what he's up to. I can't wait for this weekend, though. Colts yeah. uh, host Seattle Seahawks. Yes, Ooh, no, big man. test. It's a big test early. You know, it's NFC game, which I'm not 100% sure what that means. But I heard Jeff Saturday say, yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. You know, but I saw, and if Jeff said it, by the way, I I'll gospel. Gospel. sure. Yep. If Jeff's talking, I'm listening. Just want to let you know. I was a person who was lucky enough to be his teammate. If he speaks, I'm gonna go ahead and listen. It's normally coming from a place with a big brain behind it. But yes, yeah, Seahawks this weekend against Colts. Fun fact about the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, what's that? Have not won a season opener since 2013. Yikes. Really? Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, fun fact, I'll be hitting the anvil. They've Ooh. never lost with me hitting the anvil. Oh, okay. So it's three and oh meets what is that? Oh and eight. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. <laughs> Carl Wentz at the helm. Yeah. Might be is, Carl, is Carl officially at the helm? Um, okay. That's a text I should send during a commercial break. <laughs> yeah. Hey, about the anvil. Got a question. I'm, I'm trying to write. You know, you guys yeah, like <laughs> acting like I'm actually right, preparing. Yeah. yeah. Like that is something I do. <laughs> It, it, I should probably Those think about doing more. Those are things you need to know. Those are things I should do more. <laughs> but I believe they're probably going to give me a microphone, right? I, I would imagine. So. They did last time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would assume. It gonna... would be a colossal mistake if they don't. Yeah, well, and also I think this is obviously first time the place has been packed out. Uh-huh. I mean, if it is the Carl Wentz era yeah, beginning, just resigned Darius Quentin Nelson's yeah. mm-hmm. They're going to want you to put the fear of God into whatever 12s may be in the building. Oh, you're talking, hey. When you walk into this fucking coliseum, mm-hmm. you can probably right. rattle Russ too. He's pretty easily rattled. Yeah, God ain't here today. <laughs> uh, he's like, what? I hate to break it to you. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I hey, I don't know why Russell Wilson's taking a knee down there. There ain't nobody listening to what you're saying. God don't live here. <laughs> what if I got a promo just on Russell <laughs> yeah. Wilson? Oh, that would be awesome. something to think about. Uh huh. Just start talking about. Uh, just start talking about all the offseason issues. Oh my God! They didn't even want Russell Wilson. Russell didn't even want to be there. <laughs> now he's walking into this stadium with the maniac resigned to the biggest deal. Oh my God! I really could. Here we go. I don't want to do that. That's not what they're asking. Colts do not want me to do that. <laughs> no. I don't know what. You know what I do love though? These college fucking uh, Twitter accounts going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like what's going UCLA. Oh, yeah. Yep. Fucking Maryland. Hey. Ooh. Don't you be doing that certified loser boy Sissy stuff. blue shirt. Yeah. Come on, bring your old sissy blue shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. That, that bit of I mean, ass. he might have lost. They might have lost, but that I love guy that. is just. That moment needs to happen more. Yeah. I need more of that. Mm-hmm. That's wrestling, by the way. Yeah. Yep. That is not taking things too seriously. That is just listening and then shouting back and then knowing, oh, none of this is actually real. <laughs> yeah. Okay, none of this is actually real. Let's just go ahead and keep it moving here. There needs to be, that's wrestling. Okay, that needs to happen more in life. People need to stop taking things as serious and as literal. Except wow. for when a guy says that maybe his entire team should be executed. Whoa! <laughs> you know Jesus I mean? Who said Christ. that? Bro, it was a joke from fucking 1969. Are you kidding me, bro? Oh, you didn't know? Oh, John McKay! Oh, John McKay! John McKay! 
Yeah, what the dude. hell is that? Well, rest in peace, John McCain. Of course. McCain. M- M- McKay. John McKay, hey, dude. Uh-huh. Coach for the Bucks back in the day, oh, dude. Yeah. What, do you think about, what do you think about your team's execution? He was asked. He said, I'd be in favor of it. <laughs> he was not happy with them boys. That's good. It was 1970 or something like that. 1980. Maybe 19... I didn't make See, the way that McKay did it, the way that you just said it, Actually, very funny. That's funny. Yeah, but I mean, a good throwback reference, and nobody understands. The way that it. Brian Kelly did it was not okay. delivered the well. Kind of shoehorned it in there. Yeah, Brian Kelly, he's not a comedian. Okay, we've all done oh, no, that. He certainly isn't a well, comedian. He actually has. He ain't funny. Well, that's what that—that that was my big thing. Is listen, I get it. I understand. I don't get it. By the way, and what I was just doing was what everybody was doing to me on Twitter last night. That was acting like they fucking knew that thing from John McCain. <laughs> way to go. Wait, like, if you knew that, I am incredibly impressed. I am proud of you. Whenever I have a question about random, irrelevant shit from the past in football, I will come to these motherfuckers. I found out who they were on the internet last night. I will go to these people to find out that information. But there, I mean, that was a what? 2021, that was a wild, hilarious, okay, just that he thought it was all right. Okay, yeah. I'm going to let this thing fly. And I wonder what his thoughts were in his brain as opposed to everybody else's thoughts. I think we got a chance to see that. But, I mean, there is a situation. Yeah, I mean, when you've actually killed a kid in the past and your previous past transgressions, like, (laughs) he didn't even crack a smile or laugh after he said it either. So it was like, well, is he joking? Like, I mean, he... I love... Guy's a moron. I love the... By the way, what he said is uh, a satirical reference to a situation that did happen. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very real situation. Very much did happen now what i will say is the people that were coming after the people like for instance i put a tweet out like 10 minutes later because there was something else happening on another thing mm-hmm. with an asshole sure piece scumbag so i went back and watched and i put a tweet out i guess 10 15 minutes later did this <laughs> this is wild because by the way just follow up question now there's Zero chance of her to give an actual, like if Katie Georgia goes, what? Did you just say your team? <laughs> Imagine the. Oh uh, man. So I don't expect, it, but immediately afterwards, on somebody should have said something about. Uh, Mr. Kelly was obviously referencing an old joke from John McKay in 1970 about his team not executing properly and him being so upset that he would metaphorically like to kill them. Now, let's go forward, because that's the world that we currently live in, right? Absolutely. And you kind of got to, you know, be where your feet are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Coach JB was not happy about the response to Brian Kelly's statement either. What do you mean? Coach JB was like, oh, you soft slap dicks. This is exactly what <laughs> society's turning to now. It's coach talk. I will say there was a lot of people that said it was getting very soft for the way people reacted. <laughs> and I will say, I agree. I understand. It was a joke. Like, hey, people, I don't think you should take anybody serious, to be honest. Yeah. But people do in the world. But, I mean, there was no indication that that was a throwback to a joke in my eyes. I might have been the biggest idiot of all time. I didn't even know John McKay was coaching. You know, I need to study up. I need to fucking learn a little bit more about what we talk about. And it's history, obviously, but that was wild to me. Very wild. Hey, big-time fucking kick by their kicker, though. Oh, yeah. Good boot. That was a big-time ball, dude. Yeah. Especially with that storybook that was supposed to happen. On the other side, it seems like everything is working against you from the universe. On Bobby's night. Like, hey, hey, look, what's that? It was on Bobby's night, too. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby Bowden. Oh, sorry. Sorry, rest in peace, Bobby. Uh 
Because it became Mackenzie Milton's night. It exactly. Did. Which is, that's what I'm saying. You were saying. Yeah. Oh, that's all, oh, everything. Everything. The momentum. <clears throat> I need everything. And then just walking out there for a fucking 41-yarder or whatever in overtime. Overtime kicks are the worst. I've missed one. I've made a bunch. Nobody remembers those. But <laughs> I've, I missed one. And it was, you, you lose the game. Yeah. If you have the ball first, you literally kick, you miss it. And it's like, oh, the game's completely over. Because they know what they have to do hopefully to get into a situation to kick a field goal. But you got to come through on the other side. I've seen games where both yeah. kickers have missed. Mm -hmm. I think that has happened. I mean, it is an insane world out there. That kid stepped up and made a big time. Well, and then like the Florida State kicker, no one's going to remember the kick he had to send 40, it into overtime. 43-yarder you know? yeah, or exactly. something like that. Yeah, exactly. Cold-blooded to, to complete the comeback yeah. and send it into overtime. And then, then he, he makes gets, the 50. Yeah, yes. makes the 50 clean. And then, and then the know. refs take seven hours. So think about that kicker from Florida State. Let me pause this. Think about that kicker from Florida State. Heavy beats, heavy bass. Yeah. I didn't expect that. It was kind of blowing out the bottom of my eardrums while I was playing. <laughs> I apologize for that. But think about going out there for a 50-yarder in overtime, by the way. Okay? That's a long fucking ball. Something went wrong yeah. in the first three plays here of overtime. What are we doing? How'd this happen? So he goes out, buries it. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, granted, the whistle blew right before, so there is an argument that he didn't feel there wasn't any actual pressure, so he's just swinging or whatever the case is. Whatever bullshit. He made the kick. That thing went yeah. through. Here we go. Now they got to kind of answer that thing. Then they review it. Norvell, okay, says, you yeah. know. 50 yards, long fucking ball here in the middle of this situation. I'd like to review it. But what he couldn't have expected was that being the longest review of all time. Mm -hmm. So that kid that just drained a 43-yarder or whatever to make it to get to overtime, a 50-yarder in overtime, think about the feelings that, that is going on in your body there in between your ears. Then he's just going to sit there and walk for seven minutes. And it's like, yeah, by the way, this entire stadium is staring at you. Yeah. Okay, Bobby Biden night. Mackenzie Milton just came back after a 1,000 days yeah. after a catastrophic Injury. That's right. Shout out Tessator. He, I mean, oh yeah, big time. Emphasized it. He knew what what was happening right in front. Yeah. There was a movie happening yes. right in front. Mm -hmm. of that was going to be a documentary forever. I mean, that was a big deal, you know. So I couldn't even imagine. I was so nervous for him. I was just sitting there, and it was like, are they doing this? To move up closer because he's still got to hit a ball. Like yeah. If you play golf at all, it doesn't matter if you're fucking 50 yards out or 100 yards out where you're supposed to be. If you don't hit the ball, like it really doesn't matter what club you have in your hand either. If you can't hit the ball, if you're going to blade it, every fucking club's the same. I don't know how to, like, if you're not going to hit, you're going to still have to hit a ball. Like that 30, whatever, seven yarder it ended up being, he had, he would have had to hit that just like he would have had to hit a 50 yarder. I mean, people, you obviously have more room for error, and sometimes in college on the hash marks, closer is worse, actually, because you have just a tiny little thing, and you're so much wider than in the NFL. High school, it's got wider uprights, so it's not really the same conversation. But that whole thought process was one where I was like, oh, they fucked this up. And I was literally so nervous for him, just sitting in my house. I was like, I feel so bad for that kid. Mm. I feel so, so bad. Now, granted, they're not going to a national championship. They're that, that team, nobody expected to win the right. ACC or anything like that. That would have been a massive celebration after that win, especially with Notre Dame being ranked nine and on national TV at night. I mean, that's a fucking big deal, obviously. But, man, I felt so nervous when he missed. I was like, yeah, well. Yeah. I mean, we could have fucking expected you almost, this. Yeah, you almost knew after yeah. they took that long. It was like, oh, okay, here's what's going to like, It's going to go from the best night of his life to, to the, the worst, worst night, night of, of this his guy's life. life. Yeah, in yeah. a matter of 15 minutes. College kid. Yeah. Best night of his life, sent it to overtime. I'm a fucking dog. Yeah. 50 yarder goes through. Ha! Yes! This is awesome. 
Then it's like, oh, Coach Norvell's like, oh, I want to move out. Go sit in the locker room for 15 minutes. <laughs> Golly, that's tough. The mental toughness there would have had to been out of this world for that to happen. Yeah. I wish he would have done it. He'll learn from this, probably get better. He had a hell of that. That ball to go to overtime should be a moment he should relax and fall back on whenever he even, if he starts to question himself at all. Hey, you're a good kicker, kid. Don't yeah. worry about it. Mm-hmm. There's going to be nights like that, though. Yeah. And it is not fair, all right? And it'll everybody will move on until it gets brought up in front of you every single time. Eesh. And you're just going to have to do it. You're just going to have to do it. That's part of it, though. Like, that's what being a kicker is. Yeah. Hell of a ball from the Notre Dame kid, though. Fucking... That was awesome. He yeah. swung. He went after it, which I appreciate. So whenever you see those big kicks and they, like, go, like, I have the utmost respect for where they were mentally that, hey, I'm going to go after this. Yeah. I'm not going to try to... I'm not going to try to guide it in. I'm not going to try to do anything. I'm not scared of the moment. I am going to swing my fucking ass off. <laughs> That's why that Vinatieri 48-yarder mm-hmm. against uh, in the Dome against the, the Rams, the Rams yep. where it just goes dead center and that thing goes through at the top of the thing. It's oh, like yeah. he had to swing so hard at that. <laughs> and to let yourself swing that hard, the place you have, you have to just be like a full fucking savage, really, yeah. to do that. So I have so much respect for that kid last night. It was an awesome game. All around. Now that the world's opening back up, so many new thrills are on the horizon. Okay. And whether you've been in a relationship for years or just getting started, we're excited to get back out there and meet new people. Hell yeah. When the moment comes, it's not come too quick. Oh, (laughs) here we go. That is not what they had in their copy. Okay. <laughs> should That was, I think they're going in a different direction, so let's go back a sentence or two. Okay, okay. When you, when the moment comes, you want to be ready. Hell That's yeah. true. Yeah. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, Ooh. all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Once you take care of that, though, you get the Roman swipes, and guess what? Ha! Huh. Last a long time. Banging up, banging up, banging up. Yeah, it's Pete Alonzo at the all <laughs> yes. at the home run derby. That's Boom. right. Dingers. Round time. Bingo. Poppy, er, population you, dude. Hell yeah. Roman ready equals confidence. The confidence that you know you can rise to the occasion in the moment. We're looking at the Summer of Love 2021 version, and Roman wants to make sure you can participate in your way. Whether that be as a single person or a couple who would still rather stay in with each other, a U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. Okay. That's huge. Free? The shipping's free. Wow. I believe. Not the... Not the yeah, medication. Free no. two-day shipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go to GetRoman.com slash McAfee today, and if you're prescribed, you can get 50% off your first month of ED treatment. Okay. Cool. That's G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N.com slash M-C-A-F-E-E. And if you're prescribed, you can get 50% off your first month of erectile dysfunction treatment. Make sure you're ready to have confidence and control this summer. Roman ready. Here we go. Hour two. We'll see... A human who's in his attic who won a college football national championship. His team that he is a legend of mm-hmm. uh, started out covering, even though it looked like they weren't going to. Uh-huh. I mean, covering somehow in the end with a whole new cast of characters. Ohio State legend, Green Bay Packers all-time leading tackler, ladies and gentlemen, Super Bowl champion, A.J. Hall. Yeah! What's up, dude? What's up, guys? Hey, 
credit to Zeet, I accidentally hung up about 10 seconds ago. So he got he scrambled and got me back on. Good job, Zeet. He's also controlling the audio as well <laughs> yeah. and the countdown. So, hey, Zito, spinning plates yeah. back here. Oh, baby, Zito Production, pal. We appreciate that. Why'd you hang up? Why'd you do I that? I didn't mean to. I was just making sure I was closing out everything else like I always do, and I closed out oh, FaceTime. Sure. Are you a little bit worried about your cookies getting okay. shown on the screen? Oh. No, you idiot. Oh, I do that's why you did that funny. whole that's why you did that whole poop in the mouth thing. That's right. right. Oh. Yeah, close out of uh, Close out of all because your your uh, subconscious is, is reading. That why, is that why or is it because I don't want to have other programs running because I don't want to slow down the stream or slow down my computer? That's what you guys always yell at me when my, oh, my system goes off. Oh, what kind of programs are you guys running? Well, we appreciate you caring about the show, honestly. Can we talk about a picture that was put on uh, the screen during Cincinnati's game on ESPN the other day? It was your linebacker room, and I knew that it was all it happened, but whenever they actually showed a picture of it, I think it took it to a whole new level for me. You got General Bob Carpenter all the way there to the right. You got the Director of Strength and Conditioning Sports Performance, number 51, right there. Right next to 51 here, you got this guy fucking all-time leading tackler for... No, no. Not him, not in the white, in the in the jersey down here. All-time leading tackler for the Rams, 47 up there, best jawline in the history of anything. Uh, all-time leading tackler for the Packers. And then this guy who's about to take Cincinnati to the promised land. I mean, what a fucking group. Is there any other stories that I left out there or missed? I mean, there's plenty of stories when you think about uh, that room. But, yeah, seeing that picture definitely uh, took me back a few years and made me uh, understand, like, hey, Luke Fickle, he put up with a lot. Trust me, that year was <laughs> – very stressful on him. I'm sure it was fun at times, but that dude put up with a lot that year. Was that his first year coaching? He was on the staff, but he was like an assistant D-line coach. And then my last two years, he was our linebacker coach. And I know James, so Laronitis is down there. James was a freshman that year, and James said after we left and we were gone, like their first meeting back, I think, for spring ball when all of us were gone, Schlegs, Bobby, and I. Luke's like, hey, I'm just letting you guys know. It's not going to be like that. Like, that's that's not what it is. <laughs> you know, like, at certain times, you guys got to dial in. He's like, yeah, I know it was fun. They took care of their business on the field, but off the field and in the in the meeting room, like, it's not going to be like that anymore. Uh, so <laughs> you would say the way you saw Luke Fickle, probably not the coach he is today, you would assume, but you maybe laid the groundwork for him to be like, oh, I got to tighten this shit up. <laughs> yes. And are you and General Bob Carpenter and Schlegs potentially responsible for this absolute dominant run from the University of Cincinnati mm. Bearcats? Do you feel like you deserve more credit in this entire thing? No, I, I deserve – I think we deserve less credit. Luke, It wasn't like Luke was letting us run willy-nilly. Trust me, that was never happened. He would hold people accountable 100%, but I think it is known. General Bob Carpenter talks all the time about the interactions he and Luke would have because Bobby just sometimes cannot help but give his opinion on certain plays or things, and Luke would just <laughs> – lose his mind at times and it was very fun to watch <laughs> uh, i would assume general bob carpenter had a couple of those interactions with numerous coaches throughout his entire existence as have a lot of players who have a lot of questions about things who also have to be very good by the way to be able to ask those questions fickle he that's his an team first play of the game desmond ritter like 81 yard touchdown or something like that like he <laughs> that desmond ritter seems like he's been a quarterback for what, 10 years yeah. at this point they are really good they might be in the big 12 allegedly they're joining the big 12 i mean there's a lot of things happening for your old friend Luke Fickle, man. Yeah, there is. And there's a lot of teams that have come after him trying to lure West him away from Cincinnati West to be their next head coach. Ooh. And Luke has turned a lot of them down. I don't know what he would leave for. I mean, he's, he's got a great thing going. He's He recruits that Cincinnati area, Cincinnati area very well, too. And 
Yeah, Luke's highly respected, that's for sure. The state of Cincinnati is what they actually call that. Ah. And I said that on TV. It was one of my first games I commentated for ESPN, and I had a bunch of people going, this fucking idiot doesn't <laughs> even know Cincinnati's not a state or something like that. It's like, that's their entire marketing. That's their branding pitch. Mm-hmm. I think they have shit up around the city, like around the city and everything. They have billboards, I think, back in the day. I don't know if they still have to do it, because now once you become a good team, it's a lot easier to recruit. It's a lot easier to recruit because guys have success. That means their friends want to come. That means people they're connected to, teams they're connected to, coaches see that you have provided an incredible situation for one of their players, so other players are getting recommended. I mean, there is – whenever you're winning, things are really good. Luke Fickle's been able to do that. If you leave, you're not always going to have success elsewhere. You might have to, you know, eat some shit for a while. Maybe that is what Luke's thinking. If they get into the Big 12, and the Big 12 remains one of the Power 5 conferences, I'm not – it seems like Big 12 is potentially becoming Big East – Okay, uh-huh. and I love the Big East, but that's kind of what it feels like. Like, hey, UCF, we're not in any of the power conferences, so we never get a chance to get us in there. Cincinnati, we're falling into the same shit that UCF fell into for a long time. We're really good. We're not getting respect. Let's get in there. BYU, let's get in there. There's a couple of people that are trying to get in there. Will the powers that be still think the Big 12's a power conference? I fucking hope so, because there's a lot of good squads out there, especially Luke Fickle's one. I, I think it makes sense, though, doesn't it, for Cincinnati to, to join them? Mm-hmm. Like it seems like a natural thing, and gets them in there, so they can they don't have to worry about being an outsider trying to get into the playoffs. You go, you take care of business there. Everything's good. I heard Ohio State didn't want Cincinnati in the Big Ten. Whoa. Really? Oh, who said that? Ah, well, it's just what somebody on the internet said. I'm You're sure. Scared. Yeah, I'm sure. I saw it too. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure somebody said that. Sure, somebody said. Do why, not. Why don't you guys let him in the Big Ten, dude? You scared that Fickle's going to come in the Big Ten and start dancing on Ohio State? They could have hired him. Uh oh. He loves they Ohio could've. State. They could have. He was he was the interim head coach for a year. Oh, and they said get the fuck yeah, out of town. Yeah. Then they brought Urban in. Yeah. Oh, okay. That seemed to be a good move. <laughs> yeah, that seemed to be a pretty good move. I mean, someday, yeah, someday people say all the time, like, yeah, we feel like Ohio State's the only job Luke would leave UC for. So who knows how many years that could be, but eventually it could happen. Why did you go West Virginia? I I know West Virginia. We're already in Big Twelve. That's right. Don't have to move. Don't have to move conferences. Don't have to have West Virginia say, "Yeah, okay, you can join us." (laughs) He could have joined our team years ago, and we wouldn't have to lose to fucking Maryland. Have four turnovers, three of them inside a fifteen-yard line, going in the score. We're trusting the process. We stink. (laughs) What's going on? Trust the process, right? Dude, trust the climb or whatever it is. I mean, whatever. It's all about the climb. Listen, Neil Brown's been very nice to me. Okay, Mario Cyrus. Yes. Trust the climb. Great, the climb, the climb yeah. is a great mm-hmm. song by her. Yeah, is that the one with the wrecking ball? Nope, that's no, right. that's, that's right. wrecking ball. Wrecking ball. Hey, that's a fucking powerful song. <laughs> that yeah. is. I remember when everybody and their mom was swinging on those things. Uh-huh. <laughs> Big Halloween costume. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> People just fucking shit up. <laughs> Norvell kind of did that last night to his kicker. Oh <laughs> boy. Ah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I enjoyed college football here for the past four days, but I'll tell you what, it's going to be tough to continue to watch whenever the NFL starts. AJ. <laughs> Big time. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Yeah, there's certain games that will grab my attention for a, a little bit, I guess, when you look, talk about college football. Last night, the Notre Dame game was fun. That was, that was cool to watch. It was the Mackenzie Milton story. Everything was, was really cool to, to see it all play out, and then Notre Dame finds a way, and the kicker drains a huge kick. Yeah, kicker did drain a huge kick after another situation that happened. We already talked about it. Don't have to talk about it now. Let's keep it moving. But, like, the entire college football, the Virginia Tech you know, Long Sam, man. Like yeah. then Wisconsin jump around. That is, it was just, it was incredible to see college football back to what college football is, which is a lot more about the pageantry and the tradition and the things going around the field as well. Like that's a massive part of the entire presentation of college football. It was good to have that back, I think, AJ. 
Yeah, it was awesome. I, I, you could feel it, like with the announcers too. That's all they talked about. How nice it was to have all the people there. What game was Orshlovsky on? I was, I was, Michigan. I was trying to watch it. He was on Michigan. Okay. Yeah, I, I like when I hear his voice. I just love when I hear <laughs> Dane's voice. I'm like, oh, there he is. I got. I have to stick around to hear <laughs> what he's going to give us. Yeah, because there's always going to be something. You know, this particular time he. He said, can't get tackled by the kicker, as if I wouldn't pick Dan Orlovsky up and drop him through the ground <laughs> yeah. if we were on the field together. You know what I mean? He said, can't can't do that or whatever. And so I texted him. I said, hey, I'm not watching a game. I'm getting a lot of tweets saying you're saying some disparaging shit. You need to watch it. This is not the road you want to go down. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. I told him. So then the, the next punt, he called it the McAfee unit. The, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then the kid shanked the punt or something. And I assume he was sitting there just like, ah, do I want to start a full out with Pat right mm-hmm. now? I love him, though. He was on a terrible game, though. I mean, that was yeah. a bad game. Yeah, come on. It wasn't supposed to be that bad, but Michigan looked good. Hey, Michigan looked good. There's a couple games. Sark looked good down in Texas? Bingo. I was about to say, watching Texas, they, it's, they took – Offensive line coach, um, they took like four people from Alabama staff down there. Like, that's a good way to have success, by the way. I think yeah. a lot of people have shown that that's a good way to have success is just if – and I wonder if Saban knows that. Like, when he hires these people, like, oh, okay, they're going to leave probably in a couple of years after we win a couple of national championships, and they're probably going to take their entire staff. I'm just going to have to employ a new staff in there. Is that kind of the way they've operated? And is that just kind of normal, I guess? You just well, – because of all their success, yeah, it, it tends to happen. But I, who was it? There was a coach, I believe he left to went and went to Michigan where they had a staff meeting and he didn't really want to even confront Saban and let him know that he was leaving. So he just didn't show up to the staff meeting. Like he, he just bailed what? and took off and Saban got there, saw he wasn't there and freaked out. And I guess it's kind of, it's kind of normal. Like you don't want to be, the, you don't want to go tell Saban like, hey man, I'm taking this other job. Hey, uh, I'm going in Texas with Sarkeesian, the guy that you saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're sure. going to try to be your competition. We're going to try to get in the SEC too. So, <laughs> all right. I'm sure Saban's like, yeah, fuck it, go ahead. I'll just sounds good. Yeah, I'll go yeah. to an Affleck commercial and I'll just hire Deion Sanders to run the fucking defense next year, and then he'll be a head coach at some SEC school. He's crushing it. Yeah. Oh yeah. The the attention that he's brought to the school immediately. Every mm-hmm. one of these schools has to see like, hey, Deion Sanders has got up there. The NFL Network, obviously, I don't know if they chose strictly because Dion was there, but they got on that game. They got sponsors. I mean, Barstool's covering every single move they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, it is. Dion should, I assume, is going to go up the ranks quickly. What if he ends up in this Aflac team with uh, Old Saban after somebody leaves after this year? Because they're they're going to win again. I, I don't want to tell. I understand Ohio State fans in Columbus might have a lot of faith or whatever, and I appreciate you guys for covering and great bet by you saying take Ohio State minus 13 and a half. I did because of you, and you gave me the OHIO. Alabama might beat everybody by fucking 60 this mm-hmm. year. They look unstoppable, AJ. Yeah. I mean, Alabama is Alabama. New quarterback steps in, first time, went nice through up. four touchdowns already. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's been there forever. He even got Nick Saban spoke very highly of the quarterback after the game too, which – usually does not happen like he is like a Belichick guy where he doesn't really pump his own players up too much to the media did you listen to Bryce Young's interview after the game no I did not I see why Saban talks him up by the way yeah it was he cut a promo basically for his entire team what he did like the perfect quarterback like ask about being a part of Alabama's history books already with one game immediate deflection to coaching staff offensive line offensive coordinator this guy did this the catches this person literally it's just like oh this is a factory created the 
fucking number one overall pick two yeah. years from now. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it felt like that, you know? And with how Saban felt last year, and he came out and said, if you're a coach who still believes you got to run the ball and stop the run, and that's how you're going to win, you have no idea what you're talking about. you got to air it out. Sarkeesian brought in an NFL offense. Mac Jones won ham on there. The year before that, Tua was doing his thing. So I think with Bill O'Brien running it now, he'll probably get a head coaching job somewhere, especially the more and more we learn about the happenings at Houston. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we judge Bill O'Brien a little bit too much. I'm not 100% sure. True. With Doug Marone down there, it's just like they're just going to be a fucking machine, a oh, factory yeah. forever. It make, and the backup to Bryce Young, by the way, would start where? Every other yeah, school. Yep, exactly. So it's fucking unbelievable what they've been able to do. He's having fun too. He put the leather helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> he's having fun out there. AJ? He's, yeah, he's having fun. He's, I mean, he's smiling more there than he does when they win the national championship, I feel like. I wonder if he's at the point where he's like, I just got eight more years with $8 million a year to do this, and the team's already set up for the next eight years with the players we currently have, especially now that there's like seven-year vets in, the, uh, in college yeah. football because there's the red shirt, the gray shirt, then the COVID year. So that's three right there, and then you can add four more on there. And then there's blue shirts, too, if somebody gets hurt. You could technically get a doctorate while yep. playing wow. college football if you play this thing right with how the COVID year was added in there. I mean, he's already got the team set up for the next eight years. He's got nothing to do. Well, and I think to your point about like that, that is the one thing about college football that just pales in comparison to the NFL is you look at the quarterback play across the board and like Alabama, you know, they got a guy who hasn't played yet, comes out and just looks unbelievable. Granted, he's got a bunch of studs to throw to, but you watch a lot of these other games and it's just like... Uh, why, are you, why, are you, why are you talking about West Virginia? I wasn't specifically talking about West Virginia. Hogan looked good. I was talking about the that Penn State Wisconsin game. <laughs> Again, great defense. Penn State's quarterback overthrew his receivers. Two his younger brother looked good. Yeah, he did. Leah, Leah, Tongue of Leah. He fucking looked really good. You don't yeah. like Hoagie? I mean, I just don't know how West Virginia hasn't had another quarterback that's come in and played better than this guy. I, I don't understand it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> practices must be impossible to perform well if this is the only guy that performs well. Seems like we got a lot of mistakes to be made, but you're right. Wisconsin, Graham Mertz, too. Yeah, he looked like True. shit. Whoa. <laughs> he did. I mean, right. he had that game where he went, hey, listen, I that's watched him a lot. Of, it, it is, but it just, I don't know. I mean, the guy's literally wide open, and they had quarterbacks overthrowing him by, like, 25 yards multiple times for I, both teams. I enjoyed college football this weekend, and that is something I don't always say. You know, I can't yeah, say. it was great. Not at all. That 16-10 Wisconsin-Penn State shit show was awesome. I mean, you have no – it's like watching the MLS. Hmm. You have no idea what's going to happen. There's going to be something that's going to happen at a level that you – like, you know how they – what what was that called? The reading le- – uh, um, Oh, yeah, accelerated reading. Accelerated reading level, you know, whenever you're at a level and then you read a, a book that's allegedly like four things down or whatever. Like, this is a third accelerated reading. You're at a 10. Sometimes there will be some plays that happen in college football. It's like, oh, that's a first-grade peewee football thing. Yep. That just happened right there. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you'll see a guy make a snag. It's like the, the highs and the lows of college football mixed with all the bullshit around it, the amazing tradition. It's It was electrifying this weekend. Is this what everybody loves about college football? It's starting to make a lot more sense now all of a sudden. And I won basically every bet I made. Ooh, so that certainly helps. I think that helps. I think that helps the whole thing, AJ. Is it, you think it'll continue on that same path? Well, Thursday night, we got the fucking greatest of all time to ever play football, playing against, you know, Jerry Jones' team. I, yes. I mean, there's going to be a... What's the line? Seven and a half. But I forgot to mention Ooh. earlier. Um, 
Not only is, is Zach, it Zach Martin's out, Zach much. Martin's out, but Lyle Collins and then uh, who's their other tackle? Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith. Lyle Collins didn't play at all last year. Tyron Smith played two games last year. So that with Zach Martin being out, Dak being out all last year, Cowboys offense might struggle. So everybody, Tyler, everybody on earth is hammering the Buccaneers, which is right, which isn't AJ. Uh, we we just don't know. Like we don't know what the Cowboys are going to be. We have no clue. And Tyron Smith, though, he did say he feels as good now as he has in a long time. I guess. So oh, I mean, no. that, that's when that dude when he's healthy is. Unbelievable. Yes, yeah, so very, very that, scary human to face too. And, and Zach Martin guard, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so obviously having a good guard is massive. It makes mm-hmm. a massive difference for your tackle as well. We saw it with Quentin Nelson here. Okay, so I'm not, I'm not. They can plug somebody in at guard though, right? Can't they? Yeah, but with Sue and Vita Vea, they're not just oh, blocking nobody. Yeah. They got big boys oh, up there in the Vita middle. Vita Vea, I completely forgot about Vita Vea. One of the coolest dudes of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this defense looks like they're going to hum down there in Tampa Bay. That last half of the season going into the playoffs and the Super Bowl, they were the only defense that you could legitimately look at and say, hey, that defense will win a Super Bowl right mm-hmm. there. Everybody gets you know mesmerized by the offense. We all do because they're awesome and plays are cool, and that's where you get to see the strategery, really. Everybody else is reacting to the offense. So, I mean, you love that. There was only a couple defenses last year that I really thought, hey, could win a Super Bowl, could win a Super Bowl. The Saints defense there for a bit, it was like, hey, that offense is really good, but nobody's talking about that fucking defense. They're a very good defense. Colts have a great defense. Yep. That is where we got to start focusing on a little bit. And if that Bucks defense who kept everybody, all starters, paid everybody somehow, and they only continue to grow under Bowles down there, who became the highest paid assistant coach in the NFL this past offseason, I mean – that fucking Buccaneers team might win by 30. Well, and that's why Dallas is such a question mark, because of how terrible their defense was last year. Like, if if Brady comes out slinging, as we all expect him to do, and Dallas hasn't figured it out quite yet, on the defensive side, it could be an absolute wrap. AJ, like Thursday night, NFL football's back. I am so excited, dude. Yeah, and it's a, it's a huge game, I feel like, that everybody wants to see. I mean, Cowboys, Bucks, are you kidding me? Like, Let's see how much time Dak has to throw. That's the question, I feel. Mm -hmm. And they're going to want to establish Zeke and try to get a run game going for sure, but can they protect Dak to give him enough time? Listen, I love Dak. I said this in the first hour. After watching Hard Knocks, I love Dak even more. All right? I I like him as a person. But coming back from an injury without your guy in the middle of the pocket, I mean, with Vita and and Dominican Sue, let alone JPP and – I mean, White, oh my God, they fucking are stacked on it. Yeah. They really they are. And their young guys in the secondary only got older. Yep. Yeah, they got more experience, yeah, big game I mean. experience. Winfield. A lot of expectations now. They understand it. They've been there. They've done Oh, this feels like a blowout. Feels like it alternate does. spread, it doesn't really, it? Yeah. It really Ooh. does. It feels Don't like alternate it. spread. <laughs> Don't you say it. Hey, it does, I, when it feels like that, does that usually happen, yeah. though? Doesn't it usually? Sometimes it does. Sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think it only gets mentioned whenever it doesn't happen, when everybody says it. You know, when everybody says it and happens, it's like, yeah, we knew this was going to happen, and everybody just moves along. But if you say, hey, this feels like it's going to be a fucking blowout, and it's not, then it's like, oh, freezing cold take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember when they said this. Oh, is this Skip Bayless 2.0? Oh, Colin Cowherd with the hottest of hot takes. Like, that's what the internet turns into, you know? But it just feels like, and this is what sports books love, okay, especially week one, first game, they have to love this. It just feels like this should be a Tampa rock. Yep. It, it really does feel like it. And uh, to be honest, I can't wait for it. What concert's happening beforehand, AJ, Ooh. you know? Oh, is there a concert? Are they doing it? Oh, that? yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah, it's Super Bowl, man. It's, it's Probably Goo Goo Dolls. No, no, no. Is it Kid Rock? Ed Sheeran. 
Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. He's going to be just slapping that little tiny guitar. Richie. Oh, yeah. It's not Bob Richards. Stop okay. shoehorning okay. that Stop. in, dude. AJ. Passed it. I thought you guys season. couldn't hear me. No one responded. Grow so. Well, we were trying to move past it because we are trying to okay. be an adult show. You're mature. Congrats. Congratulations on being a, an adult. I beat COVID. I think he is doing the Lions yeah. Thanksgiving uh, performance, though. <laughs> Bob Richie, as is tradition. This is a fucking championship belt, pal. Guess who had it before me? Joe Rogan. Well, he also beat COVID in a different fashion than I did. Yeah. He, he did every medicine you could do. I did. I did vitamins. <laughs> That's also I, I did vitamins. It took me a lot longer. I was vaccinated. But people say if I wasn't vaccinated, it wouldn't take it as long. I, it's crazy times. Crazy mm-hmm. times. It's, it's mentally a fucking problem, AJ. Because you're just, you, you can't go out. You're in house arrest. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you go outside... You're literally a danger to society, is what you're being late. So it's like, all right, I'm gonna fucking just, I guess, sit in my house. I gained probably 11 pounds, if I had to guess. Just started eating everything. You and aren't you thankful, though? Strength. Yeah, I did. I had the eating strength. Yeah, I gotta smoke this damn shit. Hey, you gotta be kind of thankful, though, that you have like a, a big house and you have a huge yard, too, yes. where you can get out and you're not like, you know, the 19th story of a building. Bro, I was I was outside yesterday. I got burnt from Indiana sun. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that could still happen, especially this late and in how far we are from the equator. I didn't know the sun still had it. Shout out to shout out. out. Sun still got it. This late, pretty thin right now. September fifth, dude. Sun's doing pretty good in Indiana. Yeah. Still burning me up. But I thought about that. I continue to think about numerous times through that. If I was a teenager or in the house that I grew up in. What a fucking nightmare. I, I don't know how. So shout out to everybody that had to become, you know, an immunity, um, an immunicorn. I don't want to be called an immunicorn. I was thinking maybe I'm just a member of uh, a citizen of the United States of America. Oh, Ooh. that's pretty good. Ooh, here we you go. I, mean? and I like to think I'm an immunifier. You, you don't want to bring all these uh, immunity to the unity of the people that had to battle against this son of a bitch. But whenever I heard what Joe Rogan was doing to beat it, COVID, at the same time, I wasn't doing any of that. I was fascinated. <laughs> I'm like, how come this wasn't just available for me? Who do I got to pay to fucking get this same type of treatment? And I guess that's the $80 million a year difference. Exactly. Uh, it did make me feel a little bit better just knowing like, hey, if I get this, if I can somehow find a way, I just throw 100000 bucks at this, I'll probably beat it too. I mean, he was on vitamin drip, you know, water drip. He had all these different drips. So if you throw enough money at it, you know, you, no, you'll beat it. I just chucked Gatorade Zero, what? Zinc, what? Vitamin D, what? Vitamin C. What? And uh, something else. There's something else in there. Emergency? What? Oh, elderberries. Oh, the elderberries. Yeah. Hey, I fuck with elderberries. I love those. Hey, shout out all the elderberries, dude. Have you had these yet, AJ? You probably know what these are. Is it a... Is it the liquid that you take, like as a shot? No, it's these little. Uh, that's vitamin D. No, B twelve. You're talking about, right? This is. Uh, no, I mean, I think you, there's elderberry liquid I've taken. Well, it's awesome. I, I it tastes. They had little gummies. It tasted good. Allegedly, Ooh. it's like uh, it's a PED for your immune system. Here we go. Okay, yeah, one of those super fruits like Aussie or whatever the fuck it is. Oh yeah. You know what I mean, AJ? Yeah, nailed it. Aussie Is that what it's called? That's what it is. That's how you pronounce it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I agree. Let's get to a break. There's, there's berries. You don't fucking fuck with Aussie Eye? 
I mean, yeah, I have. When when they were the hot thing, when it was that the fad of Aussie berries was was around, yeah, I, I messed with them a little bit. Oh, oh, see, that's the difference between you and me. I'm a thermostat, not a thermometer. Okay, I'll set the tone. Whenever Aussie is in, it's in in my eyes. I'm not I'm not judging by other people's Aussie eyes habits on whether or not I want to eat it. I've heard it's. Is it not a superfruit? I've decided I'm gonna get more healthy after this thing. I'm coming out of COVID like brand new me. I'm gonna start yeah. doing the immune stuff. Oh yeah, I'm gonna oh, start... for sure. You'll stick with it. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Hey, I almost died, okay? I know, it's good to see you. To be clear, I don't ever, I didn't ever feel like that. Okay, phew. And I never get actually sick, so I don't know what to compare it to. Well, you got a, I mean, 104 and a half yeah. degree temperature is no All joke. Right. Yeah, it was hot. Very hot. (laughs) It was was hot in there. Felt like it was on fire. You know what I mean? It felt Mm -hmm. like magnifying glass was out with the sun. Mm -hmm. And the inside of my body was uh, whatever you're like, the paper you're lighting on fire. Mm -hmm. Sure. It did feel like a sauna inside of me. And then immediately after that, chills. The chills felt like I was on the North Pole because I was already all sweaty. And then the chills took over, and then all of a sudden it, the heat would come back, and then the aches. It was just like it was like a twenty-seven hour, maybe twenty-eight hour, like full on. Big ah, you know, <laughs> laying in bed. Ah, why? <laughs> Should have got all those drips that yeah. Reagan got. Who do I call? Is that on DoorDash? I don't know. Probably. Fucking shout out DoorDash. By the way. <laughs> yeah, shout out. That guy got me through this entire thing. But even then, I felt terrible. I was like, just listen. I, I was outside with my dogs there. Fucking don't breathe. Careful. <laughs> I don't want you to die. I don't want it to be me. So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. Okay, FanDuel Sportsbook is available in uh, seven states, I believe, at this point. Uh, six, seven, eight. You get it. If you're not gambling with FanDuel Sportsbook, though, you're completely wrong. And if we're not in your state yet, we are coming to your state. We have better odds. We have a much easier to use app. The convenience is next level. The people at FanDuel actually refund people when they shouldn't refund people, giving back hundreds of millions. Millions of dollars to their users. FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sports book going for a lot of reasons. Most of them, what I just said. Uh, we are very thankful for our partnership with FanDuel, obviously. There are so many different ways to win. There's more things to bet on. Their boosts seem to always hit, which is just fucking themselves over time and time again. Uh, we love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook, and you will too. If you haven't used it yet, use it now. Nah. Also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel, shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. AJ Hawk joins us from his humble abode that is 27,000 square feet on 35 acres. AJ Hawk, uh, hour three, time to break some news. Go ahead, pal. Have at it. Oh, man, you know what? I'm going to have to push this till the end, maybe after hours today. I don't oh, know. I don't, have, wow. I don't have all my sources you know, all in line yet, so I don't want to put anything out there that may not be true. Okay, let's run through some things we haven't talked about. Josh Norman is signing with the 49ers. Jay Glazer releases information. Uh, Josh Norman, formerly of uh, Carolina, then in Washington, then at Buffalo, 
now at the 49ers. Uh, that defense adds another weapon in there. We have no idea how we'll fit in, where he'll play, what he'll be doing. Josh Norman came on our show after the Derrick Henry situation and said he was going for it. Like, what? It's going to happen. And he was very humble, very cool. I assume he's excited for an opportunity to be on another squad that could potentially go on a Super Bowl run, just like he was with the Buffalo Bills. Congrats to both sides and hashtag Jay New, obviously. He did, but don't you think it it shows the confidence they have in Josh Norman that they didn't wait till after week one to sign him. So now, like, if he's on the open day roster, his salary's guaranteed for the year, they feel like, hey, we're going to have him all year. It's not like a, a trial thing to see if he still has him. That is a very good point um, that should be talked about, that they are planning on paying him for at least the rest of the season because they brought him in now. When hey, There's still time. There is yeah. there's still time for anybody to do anything. Not saying the Niners won't, but I'm just saying there's time for a lot of stuff. TJ Watt is currently actively participating in a sit-in, a hold-in oh, no. for a new contract. It has not been settled. All training camp, he's been doing this. I guess he's been going through individual drills, but not doing any team drills, not really doing any one-on-one reps or anything like that. It is now carried into the first week of the season, and it has been reported by Ari Mirov of Pro Football Focus at My Sports Update. Important that the Steelers have a rule not to do extensions once the season begins. So Saturday becomes the deadline here. Deal would be huge if it gets done. Also, is that the same rule they have for fucking T.J. Watt, I wonder, when T.J. Watt is potential defensive player of the year, back-to-back years here, and planning on being the highest-paid player on the defensive side of the ball. At Tone Diggs, Pittsburgh Steelers without T.J. Watt? What? 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 No T.J. Watt? What? 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 He hasn't played any drills or any meaningful reps at all in training camp, and he's a defensive end. Does that matter? Will that not matter? We saw him training with J.J. Watt, even sitting in frozen ponds. Did all Is all that for not because he's not going to play for the Steelers? What? Uh-huh. What? 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 You know, I know. AJ knows the meaningful reps. If he's going through individuals, he'll be fine. I'm not worried about the team stuff. Um, last year, Cam Hayward got extended on September 6th. Maybe, hopefully, maybe TJ gets something done today or tomorrow. Uh, I would expect that it gets done before the season. Is your source saying this, or are you just listening to everybody else's sources? I was just, I was just thinking with my brain that, I, like, hey, you want the money, you want TJ Watt to play. Right. Let's get this done. Hey, let's put our swords aside. You want the money? You want him on your team, right? Yep. Fucking do it. Yeah. Because if not, does this become a bigger deal, especially with the Pittsburgh Steelers who are going to have to go through stuff? New offense coordinator, Ben Roethlisberger, not etching stone that this is his last season. Is Pittsburgh in trouble if they can't get this deal done? Because Minka's sitting there looking for a deal. Joe Hayden said he's getting out of there. Oh, no. Is everything uh, on fire in Pittsburgh, A.J. Hawk? Well, uh, if they do not – come to an agreement before Saturday. Does he still play in the game? How does this work? Does well, he retire? He's still under oh. contract. He's under contract. So. Is TJ Watt going to be run out of the league <laughs> by the Pittsburgh Steelers? Wow. Is TJ Watt going to retire because the holdout of a game is a lot of money. And mm-hmm. I don't know how that necessarily works, especially for the TJ Watt legacy. Is Are the Steelers flexing right now that they have all the leverage because there's really nothing that TJ can do if they don't give him a deal, AJ? I guess, but TJ also probably feels like he has a lot of leverage because he knows, hey, they need me. They know what I can do on the field. They want to, and the fans, I'm sure, aren't uh, you guys could tell me more. Last than, one out. Saying like, last, get it done now. He's the last one introduced. 
Okay, yeah, so the fans, I'm, I assume, are on TJ's side here saying, hey, whatever he needs, give it to him. Nah, Pitts, Yenzers ain't like that. Mm -hmm. he, he, they're on his side. He's the last one being introduced. They will go bananas for TJ Watt right. when he does his uh, karate kick thing <laughs> yeah. with the whole thing. They go bananas. But if you cross, okay, the Steelers, uh, they will fucking get them out. Get him, get him out of here if that's the way it is. You get to play for the Steelers, pal, is how they view it. I'm not sure that's how Diggs feels, but that is how Yenzers normally feel in these types of situations. Am I wrong or am I right? I think there's there might be two different sections of, of Steelers fans. Like, Oh, this is the business. I'm seeing oh. a lot on social media of just pay TJ Watt whatever he wants, blah, 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 stuff like that. But then there is also the group that – it's always for the be team. Fine. Uh, TJ ain't never going to be JJ. So. The issue, <laughs> the issue I guess, is the Steelers don't guarantee money after year one, potentially, but they do it with signing bonuses and stuff like that so that the guaranteed money like offsets. But Yeah, so the Steelers normally fuck people over in their deals. And TJ Watt saying, hey, we're in a new time. I'm a new player. This ain't how it's going to go forever. Listen, I would change the whole thing here. If oh. it was good enough for defense player of the year, Troy Palomo, if it's good enough for defensive player of the year, James Harrison, it should be good enough for runner-up defensive player of the year, TJ Watt. Okay? Ooh. That's see, you heard that at the end? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's that's the answers that I was referring to there when I was saying, you know, there's some people that love TJ Watt. They'll celebrate a deal getting done with TJ Watt, by the way, if yes, it happens. If it's sure. a massive amount of money, they'll celebrate it. But if numbers get leaked to a deal that he hasn't agreed to by the Steelers organization, which does happen in negotiations between teams and players, where the teams will just accidentally leak out. Hey, we offered him fucking $25 million a year. Oh, that's a could lot. You, could you imagine saying no to $25 million a year to play Jeez. a fucking game? Like, that, that is what happens in these negotiations. And in Pittsburgh, the injuries will hear that and be like, hey, you're fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> what is this guy doing? But if he was to sign for $26 million a year, they'd be like, hey, he deserves it. Hey, he deserves it. So it's just a, it's a fascinating thing that all they give a fuck about is whether or not he's playing. If Correct. he's not playing, fuck him. If he is playing, we love him. And I think that's how a lot of fan bases are, AJ. I think I hope a lot of fan bases are like that. Like, hey, if you're with us, we're, we are 100% have your back. If not, see you later. Go play for somebody else. I, I think they find a way to get it done, absolutely. And it's, I would assume they already have the numbers somewhat figured out. It's the structure, like you said, how they try to work things and guarantees after a year, like opt-outs. I'm sure the structure of it is what they're trying to figure out right now, but I don't see any way they get to the game and they don't have him signed. Whatever happened to just deal? Yeah. You know? Those, those work out a lot. Good question. They, they do. do. They do. I've done numerous. I haven't spit on my hand, especially now in the COVID era, but yeah. I'm fucking – actually, I should be probably spitting people's mouths because I have yeah. the juice. Is that how it works? Yeah. <laughs> I guess uh -huh. I can do whatever I want. I can go suck COVID <laughs> through a straw <laughs> That's right. If I wanted to. Allegedly. 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 Why'd, why'd you stop? Well, because what you were thinking and what everybody else was thinking, I had to clarify my statement. That's all. I was talking about having a straw. Like I got my big – where's my big oh, cup? No. Did I throw it away? No, no. no I, I, think think I can't find it on the desk. Okay. Yeah, I'm shocked. I, actually, the boys do a little cleanup around here whenever I was going. I appreciate you guys doing that, wiping it down, can't make sure COVID's out of here, especially mm -hmm. it's smart and that whole thing. But I got a new cup. I don't know if you saw it earlier. It's this big, fat boy. Fits in my cup holder perfectly. And it's big. I got four of them from McAllister's. I'm washing them. They're plastic oh, cups. Yeah. I'm washing these things. They're my new thing every single day. I absolutely love it. Put a little ice in there. I'm living healthier now. I'm living healthier now. Congrats to me. So do you, you take your DoorDash Starbucks order and pour it into this new cup? Well, so Starbucks cup 
I have found out this morning hmm. does have <laughs> the exact same mount as the big cup that I love now, but there isn't this the big Starbucks logo on it. Sure. So shout out to McAllister's giving me that. Yeah. No straws from Starbucks either. No straw. Yeah, well, I got the little twisty straw. Yeah, uh, the bendy ones. Yeah, the bendy ones. one. But but these ones uh, on the pack it says we'll stay away from sea turtles' noses. Perfect. Okay. So they promised me. We got the whole That's thing. All you can ask for. I got a good pack of those things. That's another huge. Scam too. The whole turtles in the what straw situation. What do you mean? Whoa! You, you hate turtles. Wow. It is. It absolutely is. The, the straws are not a danger to the turtles. Oh, 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 you know what? Fucking what research? Have you? Did you swim out the plastic island out there in the middle of the fucking ocean and see for yourself, pal? They're saying it's larger than Texas. Whoa! Yeah. It's all plastic because you <laughs> over there saying these sea turtles can just suck down plastic straws. I don't care. Allegedly, though, if you drink out of a plastic straw, though, you are basically taking a gun out and shooting a sea turtle yes. in the head. Yeah. At least one. Right between the eyes. That's what I was told. So what research were you told? Where are you at sitting on this end of this Ohio. whole thing? Ohio. I don't know what to believe. I just know <laughs> the straw situation. Oh, so now you don't yeah, know. Yeah, you don't know. Mr. Environmentalist. You dirtbag. How do you read any? Nobody knows. Like you say, Pat, it's all just a movie. Everybody's just a character because there's no way to ever know what the truth is on anything right now. Bro, who's paying researcher? Okay, who's paying sign? Who's telling that media? How about that turtle? He has a strong. How about oh. that, AJ? Oh, dude, that's. I mean, he probably can breathe better. That's... Oh, come on. Oh, sure, like a ventilator. Dude. Way to go, AJ. Are we this sure that's a straw? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. your straw. I don't know, to be honest. It looks like a piece of plastic. I'm not certain it's a straw. It's like a bottle cap. You know what it looks like? It looks like the uh, the thing I used, the dripper, to put the thing in the uh, COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It does. <laughs> I don't know. Marinebiologist.com gave me that, so I don't know. Thank you. Okay. Uh, that's legit. And what AJ's going to say is, well, who's paying Marinebiologist.com? <laughs> <laughs> that's why we can't talk about fucking anything, huh? That's why sports are the best. Yeah. Bingo. Because, hey, they're going to go out and do it or they're not. And yeah. then people, oh, the refs are fucking moving balls. I'm like, all right, I guess <laughs> I guess that's the case. But everything else you have to automatically call into question. Everything. You have to. I was going to get a I was gonna, uh, get a, a, a medicine thing, and the pharmacist said, no, you can't get it. What? what? I was like, well, a doctor just said I should try it. They're like, no, you can't. See ya. I was like, ah, ah fuck. All right, I'm going to go back to my house then, I guess. What the hell is that about? Well, I think it was that horse thing. Oh, uh, the ivermectin. Did he write a script? Huh? Didn't the doctor write you a script for it, like a prescription? Yep. Yep. And uh, the pharmacy said, nah, sorry. Interesting. What the hell is that? I'm like, are you the fucking... Okay. I don't know, though. Like, people don't, at least from what I see online, like, people don't have strong feelings towards that that medicine at all. Like, they don't care either way <laughs> if you take it. Seems That's like true. it from what I see. I didn't know that was a thing, right, by the way, because the way the world yeah. that I live... But I went over there because I got a I got a, a Z pack at the end mm -hmm. to get the uh, the chest thing, yep. which is still I'm still battling. And then there was another one, and I put it in there. You, you can't get this. I'm like, I didn't fucking say it, dude. What do you think? I write my own script here. What are we <laughs> talking about? Hey, yeah, we're not, we have a new policy and all out too or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know how this works, but like, are you guys the ones that decide that? I guess you guys do. I thought whatever the case, just give me the Z pack. Yeah, we'll get back to you tomorrow or whatever. It's like, all right. So then I hop on the internet, obviously, and I search that. I'm like, okay, thank God I didn't fucking get it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that you automatically just jump into the middle of a war if you take that stuff. Apparently. I guess there are some doctors, though, that say, hey, this actually does help. Uh, you know, and if you pay a shit ton of money, K. you can get it. And let's assume that the people that are paying a bunch of money to the doctors are probably being taken care of the best. 
Yeah. I would guess, yeah. 100%. Did you see the, so. the testing thing that Rogan had to see if he was positive or not? Yeah, COV-2. Yeah. I'm fucking dropping, I'm dropping these little drops into these things, saving tests because there's <laughs> one or two at the local Walgreens or CVS in the 50-square-mile radius, and he's fucking got that electric... Oh, fucking negative today. Let's go. Cool. <laughs> I love them. That's 80 million a year, though. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what happens. Mm-hmm. But I do like that everybody's attacking who for him for taking that stuff. It's like, you don't think the people making 80 million a year are probably getting the best treatment? Who's telling you it's bad treatment? Oh, probably somebody that's against it. Okay, here we go. Now we get into that entire bullshit of the world, by the way. Well, so people won't even say it. I, I've heard people, they won't say, the, say ivermectin because they you, their YouTube gets demonetized or gets taken down, I heard. What is it? Uh, we won't say it, by the way. I'm not getting into this. Those clips, I believe, in the beginning were... I'm sure Connor has plenty on this. Oh, Jesus. I there don't need Taking shots. Well, I, it's true, though, probably. I'm saying you're I mean, informed. You probably, maybe. I know stuff. This does seem like this don't. is right in oh, your yeah. internet. Mm-hmm. This feels like... I, you know, I look up stuff. They, you know, sue me. What do you want from me? I got to find out all the angles. I didn't take the stuff because I literally was told by the pharmacy I wasn't allowed. It was like... Connor, hey, for this Connor's next bath that time. Works? Has that uh, ever happened? No, I don't know. I've never gotten medicine. But this is like one of the first times I've had to go to a public place to get medicine. You know, because yeah. normally with the Colts, whatever this thing is. So I actually had to do the full drive-through thing, <laughs> the full thing. I had gloves on, by the way. They did as well. It was a full situation. Uh, you're not allowed to have this. Who the fuck told you that? What is that? Is that how this works? I have no idea this is how this works. Like, is this really? And then I got home and I looked up. I was like, all right. Hey, why didn't you tell me I was potentially going to get dropped into a war here? He's like, well, it's not technically you. It's getting in the way. It would be me that would be getting dropped. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm not taking it. I'm not leaving my house again, by the way. I'm never doing that entire process. But it was wild, dude. And then I saw the Rogan stuff, and then the internet was going crazy. I was mm-hmm. like, thank God I didn't get it, man. Sounds like I could die. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like I could die from it, I guess. Ah, fucking wild yeah. time to be alive, dude. I'm happy to be here, though. Yeah, I'm happy to be here as well. I was just, Connor, it was not a shot at you. I was saying, you. these are... It felt like it was right in your wheelhouse, Connor. For instance, if we have some gambling thing we're talking about, Uh we say, okay, we're going to tow. Sure. If we're going Green Bay Packers, Mm -hmm. Iowa Hawkeyes, baseball, whatever the case, we're going to tie. Yeah. AJ just pointed out that if we need to go into conspiracy world on the internet it seems as if the guy with the mullet and uh you know maybe growing back to my you are our guy for that i don't think that's a shot i think that was like just understanding you know everybody's kind of uh attributions to the show okay yeah no i understand that more just if aj's opened his mouth about something my name's coming out of i'm gonna tell him hey shut up dude (laughs) because what else am i supposed to say let's go back to the five-hour energy phone lines dude uh, let's go to Tim in Missouri. Tim, what's going on? Oh, it's classic. Hey, Pat, yeah. congrats yeah. on uh, beating COVID. Uh, $20 yeah. million dollars yeah. is a lot of fucking money, mm-hmm. and I want you to have all of your hands on A.J. Hawk's money. So my question is, okay. after your time as a professional baseball player, figuring out you needed to be a left-handed batter, do you need to be uh, swinging the skinny sticks? on the same side as Phil Mickelson and Bubba Watson? Tim, great point there. I I will say that although the baseball bat feels much more comfortable Mm -hmm. from the the left-handed side of the plate, 
Like that just feels nice, you know. It feels mm-hmm. like you know I'm really in there, and that might be because when I had to hold, yeah, oh you yeah, because I mean? when I had to hold, it was literally like an open stance over here. So maybe it's just my body's more natural over here. Uh-huh. And anytime you got that big lumbering arm like I got, brother, you can really you know pull that thing through. Golf though, I feel like a complete buffoon here. I mean, there is ah, no chance okay. that I'm a lefty in the golf world. Speaking of, when you said no chance, you have firmed your stance that I'm not going to take that money from you. I feel like I've been pretty firm from the jump. That's yeah, but there's why been no, I, said, I put it out there. There's been no doubts? Um, no, I don't think I've ever even thought about doubting that situation. Well, you want to make it $30 million, dude? Ooh. No, I mean, it, it doesn't matter what the number is. You know that. Well, so fuck it. Why don't I just make it $35 million? Yeah, there I don't know, because then it just sounds, then it sounds dumb like it's not real. I want it to still feel real. You are so awesome, the life you've lived. $20 million feels real yeah. to this guy. This is amazing. Um, AJ. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm not gonna ha- I don't want to give it away, and I'm not going to have to. So hey, I'll have not. you know that um, I did have some birdie fuel boxes in my backyard, and for those that don't know what that is, that's like 10 cents a golf ball boxes you can buy or whatever, oh, and have them shipped to your house. It's called birdie fuel. And maybe during COVID... You know, I was getting some Ooh, COVID strokes in. You know wow. What I mean? And I am starting to get a little bit more flexible. By the way, remember, I'm healthier yep. now mm-hmm. after COVID. I'm, I'm, I'm eating elderberries right. and stuff yeah. like that for my immune system. I'm at waking up and being active. Did some push-ups this morning. This will continue. Oh, we know okay. this will continue. Yeah. We know that. As soon as I woke up, hit some push-ups. Let's oh, go. Hey. Wow. Yeah, I'm in shape. I'm going to box a couple people tonight. I'm fasting again. I am starving right now. After 14 days of eating like a fat ass. <laughs> uh-huh. By the way, I am absolutely starving now. But the golf swing is only getting better, I think, AJ. And I'm actually looking... You know, I'm looking at some houses potentially on golf courses. Ooh, really? I hope you know, like, I am taking your bet actual serious here. Like, I, the 20 million thing is, it's an actual thought in my head every single time I line up on my little mat in my backyard. I'm like, I'm going to get 20 million from this fucking guy. Like, I actually think like that. So yeah. I hope you're being serious as well. I, I am deadly serious, yes. There's no chance, but yeah. Patrick, I, I appreciate you taking it seriously. Patrick Cantley got $15 million this, this Damn. Year. That ain't even the same amount that I'll get if mm. I get top 50 in the champion store. Even more. I was watching that Patrick Cantley. I was so happy for him. Congrats. You're fucking rich. Dude. Yeah. Boy, Patty. He made $14.8 million in his career earnings going into this season. Just this past weekend, he made $15 million, let alone the weekend before. Congratulations to Patrick Cantley winning the FedEx Cup title. Um... What an absolute performance against DeChambeau a week ago and then holding off everybody yep. this week in unbelievable fashion with everybody pushing at him. Rom was dialing it in. Nah was going for a little bit there. I mean, congrats to Patrick. What an absolute stud. I wonder what he's going to do with his $15 million, which is less money than I'll make for making top 50 in a champions event when I'm 51 years old. Boom. AJ. I mean, yes, you're right. I Hopefully, at some point, we will get Patrick on the show, and maybe you can ask him about what he thinks your chances are of of actually collecting on the twenty mil. It seems like he's rich now. He's gonna just. He's probably gonna pander to me if I had to guess. Oh, it seems like he's got a good swing. You know, I probably do like. <laughs> I got thirty one years to practice. That dude plays with every Wednesday of every tournament he's ever played in. He play has to play a pro am with a group of amateurs, and you know how many guys that consider themselves scratch golfers or better that are with him and they just play like garbage out there because it's just a different world. That's a practice round. Who That's not these? even a real round. Who are these guys? What do they do? They own restaurants and stuff? Like who are they? And they play they? golf seven days a week. Okay, it doesn't matter. I, I mean, it does. AJ, AJ, 
I feel like throughout my you life. You were a kicker. You could repeat the same thing over and over. We get it. And? Guess who does that very well, too? Golfers. Guys that play golf from two years on. That's what I'm saying, though. I don't have to beat them. I just got to get top 50. I mean, that is top 50. You don't worry about that. Just worry about getting in the tournament. You don't have to worry about top 50 right now. Hey, my cable went out, okay? So the only live shit I could watch in one particular room was NBC channels. I watched that Corn Ferry tour. Mm -hmm. Okay, a lot of that Corn Ferry tour. need better outfits out of everybody on that. (laughs) (laughs) There's people with, I mean... Part of golf is how you look. I mean, Absolutely. Style. Corn Ferry Tour needs to pick it up a little bit. There's a couple swagged out guys, but a lot of... Then I watch the Champions stuff. There's a lot of people that seem to have never golfed before the age of 40 that get onto that Champions Tour out of nowhere. This business guy just hit a ball 150 yards to the pin. You know, he started falling in love with golf about 15 years ago. Whenever he Bingo. Became, like, that happens in the Champions Tour. I think you are... No, it doesn't. Thinking, There's, random, uh, randoms don't just all of a sudden... It's harder to qualify for the Champions Tour than the PGA Tour because there's so oh, few Oh, this spots. is the we know yeah, more about is... space than the ocean shit. Exactly. What? Exactly. What? It's all bullshit. That's that is all... not. You should hear really yourself question. right now, dude. Jesus Christ, bro. You didn't know idiom earlier? Now you're spewing this nonsense. Hey, good luck at living on the course. I'm sure you'll do great. Hey, the putter situation is going to be one, though. You know what I mean? Like, that is going to become something. I mean, Phil Mickelson gave me a little piece of information there. He has, like, a 10-foot stroke, a 20-foot stroke, a 30-foot stroke. And then you just kind of judge off of that. That's going to take me a good 10, 15 years to figure out, I think. Every day. I got nothing but time, though. I got mm-hmm. 31 years to get this bet mm-hmm. in. 31 fucking years, dude. Are you kidding me? That's so long. Yeah. That's so long for you to have this dream and then to watch it just be shattered right. in 31 years that's what i'm here for are you going to be caddying for me that no because you'll be trying to yeah, yeah, yeah trying to no, i would i promise you i am rooting for you absolutely oh yeah i bet hey i'm always rooting for somebody who's going to take 20 million dollars from me well, no, it's because it's like i'm rooting for you know a- anything i know is not going to happen like i'm see i'm rooting for him I, I'm, I want i like that person i want him to do well but there's no chance they're gonna uh, do you're it. talking about like a high state beating alabama oh. Sick burn. How am I going to continue on the show now? I well, can't continue. The little problem is, I feel like I'm kind of a little part of that cult over there. So I feel like an asshole for saying that. It I just, is definitely a cult, by the way. Yeah. What are you talking about? I was there. I was in the middle of it. I was at their little gathering, the, the cult gathering. Yeah. It was at his house. It was awesome. It was Third, a cool party. They were raising a lot of money. I mean, they were really all in on Ohio State. Yeah. I, I have nothing but respect and appreciation for that fan base. What I'm saying is, they might be the meanest fan base on all of Twitter. Well, they're Ohio mm-hmm. and they're a cult. So, really? Do you feel? Do you feel that way? Really? All I did on Thursday night was say I didn't think that that was pass interference or something like that. And boy, oh boy! Yeah, they came. Were they more ruthless than the Dolphins fans? Dolphins fans out there are pretty ruthless. I've never got into it with the Dolphins fans because they've always stunk. So I've never had like. An nah, see, you just started. See, yep. tell us tomorrow. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> when that pod rolls up on you, that pod of Dolphins fans. <laughs> yeah. It was a big one, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That wasn't Snowflake. No, uh, no, no. No, that was not Snowflake. No, no. That was that shark that was taking old Ace. Yeah. Oh, I saw Snowflake. <laughs> they were fucking ruthless, dude. They, they came more. I respected it. Let's go to Juan in Illinois. What's going on, Juan? Juan. Hi, and the boys. How are we doing on this Monday? Hey, great, Juan. What do you want to talk about, pal? Boston Connor. You're a fucking stooge, dude. Oh, I'm, I'm not even. I'm, I'm a Bears fan. I know Justin Fields is going to do incredible when he gets the chance, but I'm not here dick riding him like you are with Whoa, Mac Jones, pal. 
Hey, listen, hey, hey. Sue me. I root for my team. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Hey, sure, I'm a ball washer for the Patriots. What about Belichick? And what about him? Are we not going to mention him either? Oh, you're, so you're riding not just with Mac Jones. You're riding with Bill Belichick with $150 million in guarantees in one day in the free agency. No matter what. Yeah. Until I die, even if he goes 0-17. Because he, he's out there squatting. That's right. 250 pounds for 15 reps. How come it doesn't look like it's 250 pounds at all? It just says 25. Well, this was his warm-up set. Yeah. AJ, you still getting under a bar at the age of sixty nine? I sure hope to, hope so. Yeah. Really? Are you? I'll scared? try. I'll Are definitely you? try. I think doing squats. I mean, that's maybe that's Belichick's secret. Like that, maybe that's what keeps him young. No. You get under a bar right now? You get in there? Yeah, definitely depends on the the time and how swollen my knee is and how my ankle and foot feel. But yeah, I definitely still squat. Anything else? Your knee and ankle and foot. Yeah. My groin That's and hip. Good. You know, you don't. You're not training for anything. <laughs> you I know. But squats to. are squats are a big foundational piece for your whole body. Like it's you need it. You don't want. You know. Hey, you know, Pat. Duck footed, no cakes. Like you don't want that. <laughs> true. True. Deadlift, though, I heard is the thing you're supposed to do. The one with this one. The uh, the the side one. They they like said the, studies uh, said that that is the. Most correlation, <laughs> the best correlation to faster uh, forty times and more explosive jumps during a combine is the uh, this one. The uh, yeah, like the trapezoid one. Yeah, whatever mm-hmm. that one, it's the like deadlift rhombus. one. Uh, yeah, this rhombus. one. What's that called? It's great. A deadlift. Yeah, but the the, the, the bar. You, you step inside, comes with it. Yeah, like a hex bar or whatever. There it is. Yeah, there it is. That one. I've heard that is the one, and I was told that by people who went to Stanford. So great. Just Whoa. great exercise. It is. Steve Jobs. Do you do that every morning? No, I'm not. I've never been a big deadlifter. I, I don't know. I'm not. I don't have proper. I don't have good enough form. I think where I, I'll, you know, I could mess my back up pretty good. I almost pass out every time. Yeah. Well, AJ Schlegs, can't. talk to Schlegs. He actually passes out. But he does those in boots, and I assume he just <laughs> yeah. fucking passes out right on that thing. He probably passes out and still holds the weight and comes to and realizes that he finished the rep. Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> Let's go, Jags. What if the Jags are terrible? You think Urban quits? No, after this, after one year, you think? Yeah, fuck this, dude. Fire everybody. I can see it. I believe it was ESPN did like a, you know, they do like a simulation where they simulate every game twenty thousand times or whatever. They had the Jaguars making the playoffs this year. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the AFC South, mm-hmm. with Julio Jones adding to the Tennessee Titans, Carl Wentz coming out of yep. everything he's got here for the Indianapolis Colts, the AFC South. Standings when it comes to odds, Titans are minus 110, Colts plus 140, Jags plus 600, and then Tyrod Taylor, Jack Easterby, and the Texans plus 2,300. The AFC South, two top heavy teams in there. If Urban Meyer goes to the playoffs, they might sign him to a 10 year extension down there. Here's a billion dollars. Good for Urban. Is it you got any news coming out of that camp from the Italian Stallion Schlegel? Are they happy and pumped with where they're at as a team right now? I mean, what do you think? Do you think they're happy and pumped with where they are? I mean, it'll be a big test week one to see. Where, are, who, are they playing Houston? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they got Houston. I, there's some big games this weekend. Let's go ahead and run the, around the horn here. Obviously, Tampa Dallas is on Thursday. Uh, Jacksonville, Houston. Ain't nobody watching nope. unless you have a lot of TVs, but we will cover it afterwards. Cardinals, Titans is a fucking showcase matchup. Seahawks, Colts, also a great start. Steelers, Bills. Ooh. There's a game that we're going to have to talk about. And then, obviously, Brian. Browns and Chiefs should be amazing. And then uh, Ravens-Raiders is on Monday night, I believe yep, it is. Yep, yeah. That's a game.
game will be interested just to see and watch the electricity that is Lamar Jackson playing football. Uh, but you're talking Packers, Saints over there. I mean, there's a lot of showcase matchups this weekend, A.J. Hawk. I love it. I, there's so many great games that you want to see. Now, the second, there's a two Monday night games, correct? Is no, no like I, think again? I think it's just one this year. Yeah, for just sure. one. Because yeah. wouldn't Herbie have done the second yeah. one? Didn't he do the second one last year? Yeah, Herbie and Fowler, by the way, back on their A game for that yeah. masterpiece, Georgia Clemson. They What's probably it? didn't want to overshadow the actual Monday night football crew again with the Herbie. And, and Are you talking about the Mannings? Well, because we have no, 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 no. Because of the fact that ten weeks out of the year that is going to happen with the Mannings if they do it on the first week, and, and there, there'll no be chance. no hosts. It's just those two, right? Right. right. Carrying the flow, and they're doing that ten games. Is it the first ten. game? The ten, one of them? No, not the first game. No. Also, they're doing test run here. They're mm-hmm. doing Omaha Productions is doing a test run. They'll watch the film Probably. on it. They'll run it back. They'll see what's good, what oh. isn't good. Mm-hmm. Man, the, the Mannings aren't going to fucking half-ass this. They, no. They're not going to put 10 productions out there that aren't good. They're going to probably practice a couple of times and see how it goes. Of course they do. Can't really. wait. Yeah. Oh, good I mean, or they just didn't want to commit to every single weekend. I, maybe, but I honestly believe that them not doing the first week or may, are they doing any of the first two weeks? Not sure if they're doing next they're, week. They got to be doing a, a rehearsal run. For sure. They're not going to let that thing out unless it's it. they feel as if it's good. Remember enough. Romo did that when Romo was, I think he was doing like preseason games. They showed him up in the booth doing like, a, basically I think they filmed it, did everything, just didn't put it on the air before he ever did his first regular season game. You think those preseason games, he was just like, ah, oh, shotgun, all right, dice right there. <laughs> got it. And CBS was like, fucking, let's get him. Get him in now. <laughs> yeah. Jim Nash, just ask him what's going to happen on the next play, and then just let him go and do his thing. Hey, will Drew Brees be on Notre Dame games now when they're on NBC? I, I hope not. Uh, I think he's doing Football Night in America. What's that all yep. about? Why is that? Did you see his points bet commercial? No. Oh, well, watch that, and then tell me if you're excited to watch Drew Brees on TV this year. What happened? This is an announcement. He's probably incredible acting, if I had to guess. No, he's a robot. Uh, no just, way. But him calling games may be different. Well, I hope so. Ty has a personal re- per- personal vendetta against him. Yeah, one elbow to the back of the head to meet Cuban Zeke, and all of a sudden this guy's oh, dead yeah. to him forever. But also, um, can we talk about let's not just dump money into these sportsbook commercials like everybody did when fantasy football came in. And the NFL came out and said there's only a certain amount of commercials allowed that are sportsbooks. It might be 10 or something. That's, it seems like every single commercial is a sportsbook commercial. And I, I might be different. Normally, throughout my life, I've realized that if I feel a certain way, normally a lot of people feel the way. I'm just a basic son of a bitch, okay? If I like something, normally a lot of people do. If I don't like something, normally a lot of people don't. I don't think anybody's ever watched one of those commercials sandwiched in between four other commercials and said, you know what, I want to fucking bet with that place. Nope. No. I, I don't think that has ever happened. I, I honestly don't. And that has to be so much money. So, so much money to get those spots. And I appreciate and respect it, but I think it's doing sports book and sports gambling a disservice because I think a lot of people are sick of seeing it when it's like, yo, why are we wasting our money in this particular fashion? Yeah, if commercials come on, you're either changing the channel or you're going on your phone. You're not fucking sitting there like, oh, I wonder what commercial's coming next. I can't wait to see. Hey, Jamie Foxx is one of the coolest dudes yeah. of all time. Yeah. Okay, one of the coolest humans, most talented humans of all time. He pops up on the screen. I go, fuck, I don't, uh, Jamie. All right, this is going to make me get my phone out, download an app, and bet because JB Smoove just told me something more. James Harrison just speared somebody. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I feel like that is just a, now granted, you know, 
probably not supposed to say that that's terrible marketing, especially in the world that we're in, I guess, because we are technically a show and we're a fan of yeah, fuck it. I just think it's a waste. Yeah, I, think yeah. those, I think those staged robotic commercials aren't good. I don't think that's a good use of your money. I, I just feel like ain't nobody going over in there and doing it. Yeah, you're just saying you can allocate those resources elsewhere. Like which Daily Make shows. the app better. It, yep. Bingo. Make the app better. Make your everything better. Like Advertise other places that are cheaper that may, you know, you got to try everything else you can online and social media. Do, do it through there. Yeah, I, I mean, mean you, you pay so much money to have, be on a, a commercial, and I think... As far as, like, I don't sit around and watch commercials. I just, I don't know. Do I don't bigger know partnerships does. with daily shows. Yeah, do do larger. Gross, yeah, grossly larger. large partnerships. It, it helps more. Just, I had to type up a synopsis, by the way, of what I thought Ooh. the future could look like this weekend. You know, and I, these fingertips were rolling, dude. We're talking three, four scroller of some of my best work. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Oh. I'm talking some of my best Oh, so was this uh, a note section production? Yeah, but I typed it. So I don't normally use the laptop. Now I have a laptop because we had to get one in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. I've never really had a laptop before. We have this one that sits here. I don't know how to use it really. So I have a laptop. So I thought it was really cool for me to sit down and type. Normally, I just go right to my mm -hmm. phone into my notes section. It's much different whenever you're actually, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You're doing the whole thing. I feel real good. We're in a good spot, boys. Awesome. I, I'd run through a lot of numbers and stuff. We're in a really good spot. We're Love in a hilariously that. good spot. Love that. Yeah, hilarious, but straight face because everybody else is speaking about these numbers in a fashion that I have to learn how to speak about it. And that's like, you guys are really winning here if you think about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can't put a price on building <laughs> a partnership with somebody who's great at what they do. That's right. And it's an honor for us, obviously. And then right before that, though, I put a price on what it probably would be. <laughs> so I believe that is a little hypocritical there, but I was fucking feeling it and vibing in that whole thing, and that's the world we live in, I guess. But I'm sick of seeing all these commercials. Everybody's going to be just so fucking, it's going to be so redundant. It's going to get to the point, unless you're, are they creating 15 commercials? Because they're all the same ones, right. too. So it's exactly like, come on, come on, come on, come on. What are we doing? It's, it's hard to f figure out which company this one's for, too. Like, you don't know exactly what, okay, like what, is this this uh, website or that site? Like that's the thing too. I feel, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how. The only commercials I feel like that work are ones on kid channels designed for kids. So like if like my kids are watching a, a TV yeah. show, all they do is the all the commercials. My kids want every single toy. And I'm like, yeah, I do too. That Nerf gun looks sweet. Like I see how that works. But other than that, I don't know. Yeah, I used to, those QVC stuff that mm. used to get me every time. Mm -hmm. You know, especially as an adult, not just a kid, but. I don't know. I just think you're you're supposed to present your company for what it is in that time, you know. And if your company is a cool, fun, incredible at what they do company, like Fanduel, for instance, I'm, I have no say in any other creative or whatever. I think they should be pitching a vibe that Fanduel is more so than, hey, we have all the bets or whatever. It's like yeah. everybody has the same fucking commercial. Right. It's like, yo, well, that's the problem is none of these companies differentiate themselves at all, and even down to like what their new customer offer is. It's like... Yeah, all our shit's getting jacked about Right. That. It's just plug and play with all these different ones, and it's like, oh, okay, it's all, all this shit's the same. Things I created, AJ, from this brain right here, being used by other things, other places, it's like... Oh, and there's really no reason not to do that, actually. Mm -hmm. Now that I think about it, everybody's trying to chase everybody else with the same shit. It's just like, what app's the best, okay? Mm, and who is, you know what I mean? That's the thing. That's where I think all the money should be going. That's why FanDuel crushes, by yeah. the way. The app is so fucking good. It's like, this is what we should be.
Focus. Lightning that's fast. This now, is too. what we should be focusing on. Yeah. yeah it, the updates have been fucking. Like, bum, bum, and, bum, and, bum, and that, that's not just blowing smoke because we did used to have some trouble with like the location stuff. And now it's like you log Bang. in, boom, verifies it right away. So you don't have to worry like, uh, I need to get this in now before the odds change. And they, that's they what they should all. be pushing. Right. You know, that's what they should be pushing at this point. Like, hey, this is literally the best gambling app mm-hmm. there is. It seems to know what you want to bet on, too. They mm-hmm. have, like, the the set ones, and it's like, oh, they knew exactly why I came here. They knew exactly why I'm here. <laughs> Shout out to them. Yes, I would like the live bet Florida State yet again. I'm Ooh. not going to turn my back after a couple rocky starts. This guy hedged his bet, bet on both teams last oh. night publicly. Publicly, this guy, our best gambler, just out here betting on both well, teams. He lost both. Listen, <laughs> if Florida no. State's quarterback doesn't lose his helmet, Mackenzie Milton doesn't come in. Notre Dame covers that game. So, hey, they didn't though. So they better no, keep no, their I fucking didn't. heads on a swivel around Brian so Kelly. I lost. That's I right. lost the juice last night. Hey, you know John McKay? Yeah. No, you don't, dude. Yeah, You're like the rest of the internet that was attacking me. For not being a football historian, Doug hey. Gottlieb told me. Pat, Pat's not a football historian. I don't know if that uh, was yeah. a shot or a compliment. I don't know, honestly. That's apparent. I think that, okay. I, I think that's fair to say that you're not a football historian. But I, w- I am appreciative that I learned who the fucking historians were last night. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, hey, if, and I said this in the first hour, and I, I, I truly mean it. All the people that attacked me for not knowing that that was a reference to a John McKay joke in the 70s, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to them whenever I need a fucking bumfuck piece of information. Right. That's what I'm going to do. And How I'm, many passing yards did Y.A. Tittle have in 1963? Bingo. <laughs> I'm going to these people. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Paul Paps, Dan Patrick Show, friend of mine. I like Paul Paps. This morning, okay, after I got a litany of people telling me, this is John McKay, it's over there. It's like, okay, I, okay, I'm sorry I didn't know that. Okay, he didn't deliver it the same way McKay no, did. not even He close. didn't deliver it the same way McKay did. But I understand I should have known. And I, by the way, I just said this dude's wild. I didn't say anything else like that. Paul Paps actually sent me a full link this morning and said, it's a throwback clip or whatever. I'm like, thanks, Paul. Fuck off, Paul. <laughs> and I love Do they Paul. feel like, are they defending Brian Kelly? Is that what yes. they feel like they're yeah. doing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But not just Brian Kelly, but also society as a whole got lumped in there. All of a sudden, politics, I mean, it became like a full, of course it did, by the way. Of course it did. But I, don't, I just don't think your head coach should be bobbling an execution mm-hmm. joke. Especially, Especially with his chapter. All right, all right, all right. Let's just get, saying. Let's I do have it. an update. Um, I did some research to see what games the Mannings were calling. They will call the first three weeks of the season, and then the next seven will be decided. Okay, so they are they aren't doing anything. I yeah. just said. All right. <laughs> Wait. So why aren't they? Why haven't we heard about this yet? Well, we have probably. You just you know didn't, and I didn't either, and we were the ones having the conversation. <laughs> oh, thought it was the middle ten. Oh yeah, because middle eight. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's important. Wait. So they eight. do three. They do the first three, and then they they decide. Yeah, it the says next seven they do. The Mega Castle debut the first three weeks of the 2021 season, including the September 13th Monday Night Football opener between the Ravens and Vegas. Hey, Peyton, and the remaining hey, seven will be announced. Hey, Peyton, you want to do this anymore? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine them hating it the first three weeks. Oh, I hope uh, We'll get this later in the season. Yeah, later in the season, and then it'll just forget. <laughs> forget about it. See also allows them to choose if there's a dog shit game on yeah, the schedule. Well, fuck this. Can't thank you enough. Uh, for listening to our absolute nonsense on a daily basis. We believe Aaron Rodgers Tuesday begins tomorrow, but there is a lot of questions, so maybe, maybe not. Be a friend, tell a friend if you like this. If not, fuck off. All right. Just a few days away, and we're back. Thank God. Ty, please play some independent music and propel these people into a beautiful Monday night.
Let's enjoy this thing.